So, you ready to start a podcast? Well, Spotify for Podcasters is the absolute perfect solution. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters. They make it super easy to record and edit right from your computer. And not only that, it lets you distribute your content everywhere and even earn cash. And the best part, it's absolutely free. You literally have no excuse. So I suggest you go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters and start creating today. Welcome to Hardly Initiated's Late Night Special. It is your host, Tyshawn Jackson, here again with my co-host, Brian Ketchens. Yo, this is crazy because this is the first time before we ever started that we already got members joining the membership, so I'm, Ooh, I'm excited about this. <laughs> yes, we got the chat going crazy. The members have joined. It's really beautiful to see it happening. The highs going down, y'all. We love seeing a family grow. We love seeing y'all joining the membership. But listen, today is a special treat because today... We are talking about signs that you might have some commitment issues. Y'all scared of commitment? This one here is for you. And ladies, don't stray away, all right? This one here is for you too, okay? The fellas, they say the fellas is the one that be scared. Listen, before we introduce these ladies, though, before we introduce these ladies, I'm not sure if y'all already seen this one, but we dropped the episode a couple few weeks ago. It was how to know if a man is serious about you. So I think the ladies in general, because my fellows kind of run away from this episode, but I think the ladies in general really was putting me and Tyshawn on the hot seat. So we had to bring them back. But this time we told them they are not allowed to coach me and Ty. Just (laughs) y'all. And listen, if y'all do not know, we are here with some of the most amazing master teachers, master coaches, dating experts in the space. We are in here today with Dr. Nicole and Miss Crystal. Welcome back to Harlem this year. Thank you. Thank they you. come back. Right. I thought we were banned. <laughs> y'all try to dig in a little bit too deep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For y'all who have not watched, y'all go ahead and check it out. I will make sure we link it somewhere in the bottom of the description. It's in the description now. It's in there. Absolutely. Yeah, watch it after this one. But because right now you got to tune into this. This is going to be very special. Yes, y'all, because right now we are talking about signs that you are afraid of commitment. It's going to be a phenomenal show. But first, I'm going to let Ryan get these announcements to the people so y'all can know we got coming. So really quick, guys, because I want to get to this because we got something very special coming up at the hour mark. It's official. We finally got the call in segment right. Woo! So yeah, open up. Yes. So this thing, we this cell phone's ready. No plan. It's literally the first person call in. We are going to take those calls. So you can talk to these beautiful ladies, and they can really game you up, along with me and Tyshawn as well. Yes. But real quick, guys, YouTube has a wait. Producer says, "Hold on." Producer says, "Pause." What we saying? What we got? No, we still live. So this is the thing. We're still good. We're still good, Lana. You got to figure it out. We're good. But this is the thing, guys. Lana just threw me off big time. But YouTube has a special algorithm in place. So within the first 30 minutes, the more likes we get, the more people will actually get an opportunity to join this video. So guys, please hit that like button before we get started. And we already got over 135 people in here. Wow. But I got my phone pulled out because we got so many members. We got about 230 members now. So shout out to Terry Allen, Nora Steve, uh, Teresa Jones. I am Miss Sandra. It's a rosy life. And shout out to Arfraha McLeod. And Tiffany Harris, who just recently joined the membership. And this is the thing, guys, you will see like a turquoise star 
that because right now whoever has the turquoise star is really the most lit members we got because this is the people who've been with us the longest that's which, a fact as long as you could have been with us is two months the membership has only been going for two months but shout out to noel shout out to Cindy, gina clarity jasmina and sheila to name just a few and guys don't forget to hit that like button i'm gonna go ahead and let tyshawn get us kicked off yes uh actually ron man you actually put together something very special here for us uh because this one is gonna be a little bit of a research research-based episode uh, when we come in, when we talking about this fear of commitment, so kind of walk us through where you got this information from. Okay, so what I wanted to do, guys, I wanted to bring a bit of empirical research to this conversation. Yes. I mean, especially we got the doctors here. We got we got experts here, right? <clears throat> so I did a little bit of research on my own, and I found that as of 2022, okay, Pew Research Study. Now this is a credible source. All right, they do research, uh, empirical research with thousands of people, right? And what they have found is that. 30% of U.S. adults are neither married or living with a partner nor engaged in a committed relationship, all right? So basically, this research article states that nearly half of all young adults are single. Mm. Now, I thought that was, was, was pretty troublesome, right? Because there's a lot of people looking for relationships. So, ladies, I, what I want to do is present to you what we found to be the top five reasons that people are afraid of commitment. And I just want to get you guys feedback and let me know if this is accurate. And if it's not, you kind of let me know what might fit in in better. OK. OK. So according to Insider.com, these are the top five reasons of a fear of commitment. First, the fear of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. I, I might qualify for that one. <laughs> Two, might. the fear of loss of freedom. Ooh, that's Ooh, a good one. That's a, yeah. That's a real one right there. Three, the fear of rejection. That's not something possible for me and Tyshawn, right? Uh, <laughs> four, the fear of failure. And five, trust issues, which I think all the ladies have trust issues. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys think about that top five? Is that fairly accurate? I would say so. And what, what stood out to me was each one of them started with fear. Mm. Fear is the number one reason. Right. is fear of rejection, fear of vulnerability. But the truth is the root of it is fear. Mm. Why are we so scared? I mean, because when you think about this a few generations back, I mean, you know, grandma, they, they was jumping a broom right after high school. Mm. They was doing it right. No money. I don't even know. I mean, because you could a man even have a plan for real at 18. Like, <laughs> I mean, they was really figuring it out together. Mm -hmm. But we got a lot of these fears right now that have popped up why is that a lot of times it's connected to unrealistic expectations so you'll hear people now when they go through their list the list is incredibly long mm. like you want your partner to meet every possible need there is on the planet earth mm. they're just another person it's called standards it's called standards boundaries mm. Dr. Nicole. Not called standards not called boundaries it's called an exorbitant list where you feel the other person is supposed to meet every single need that you have mm. and no person can meet every single need that you have mm. so you know we we kind of got to look at how often we're trying to respond as to not experience something that we don't want but that is controlling all of our decisions. And then I think, you know, it's what the other thing that's interesting about that study study is it's U.S. based. Right. 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 
you look outside of the United States and other countries where arranged marriages yep. right, take place, you mm. don't see the same divorce rates because they are um, cultured to do the work because divorce is not an option. Mm. Mm. You might trigger somebody saying divorce is not an option. Mm -hmm. You might trigger. So think about that. How does that? That's just crazy to think. Somebody else can find a man for you and you not get divorced. Mm -hmm. And we looking for ourselves and it ain't working. Right. How does that happen? Criteria is very different. Exactly. So when you look at a lot of other countries, they're talking about families coming together and aligning. They're talking about legacy. They're talking about character matching, mm -hmm. right? So that they continue the conversation of lineage. Mm. They don't have a list with you got to be six foot two. And, and and make six figures. Mm. And be yeah. that's a big one, the big one. Uh -huh. And be handsome according to all of these criteria and have muscles. And mm -hmm. it, it, that's not the list. Yeah. They're looking at generational wealth. They're looking at how does this carry our family name? And the community is invested in keeping this couple together. They have they have living. They have living examples of how to make it work and their parents are committed because everybody invested. Everyone is invested in the success of that relationship. So you can't run to your mom and complain about your husband and she say, leave your husband. She's going to tell you, go home and work it out. Right. right. Or vice versa. So the community is invested. We don't have that community here in the United States. It's too easy for the marital structure to break down. We spend more time and money on divorces than we do on premarital education, making sure that you're actually ready. We, we, don't, we don't even a lot of times introduce the person that we are thinking about marrying to our community to get their buy-in and feedback. It's our decision. <laughs> right? That's a good one. We right? really don't have a community. You know, is and and that's another. I mean, and don't talk about we spend more time, more time and money on the actual wedding itself exactly. than all the things it takes to have a successful marriage after the wedding. Exactly. So you are one hundred percent correct. And before we, because I want to go into each one of those five things, yeah. but I think you brought up a really, really good point with this list. Yeah. This list, this delusional list, this list that is not realistic and unrealistic, and. You know, I, I want to find that healthy, you know, boundary between having standards and being unrealistic. Mm -hmm. How do we identify the difference between the two? What, just give me, give me, give me an idea so I know I'm tripping a little bit. But a person <laughs> that got that, you know, Santa's list of gifts, what, what, how do they know? So even with what Crystal was talking about with community, right? Often we want to choose people and it's very interesting. We don't want to have our tribe to really vet the person because we don't want them to not like the person. Mm. So we create the narrative. a caricature of the person so that everybody's in because we don't want them to not like them. 
that's the worst thing. Your mm. community can see what you can't see. So you don't mm. need to package the person. You just need to introduce the person and let the process walk itself out. If your brother cannot talk to the guy that you're dating, something is wrong. Mm -hmm. If your uncle cannot talk to the young lady that you're dating, something is wrong. Don't keep the person from your community. Pull them in and see what your community sees. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times in other places, what they're looking at is character. Yeah. Values. Do our values align? We're looking at things that are a lot more superficial. And when the honeymoon is over, they don't stand up over time. Mm. And there, there's nothing wrong with the list, Tashawn. We actually encourage our ladies in our community to make a list of 100 things you want in a partner, you in know, a relationship. You get these ladies 100 things. 100. There's you know more. why? There's more. Oh, my God. Because... After like the first 20 superficial things get off your list, then you really have to start thinking, how do I want this person to communicate? How do I want them to resolve conflict? Yeah. How do I want to, what do I see them as a father, as a friend? So the way the list gives more depth on the back end. Yes. So wow. the list is superficial yes, at the time. Yes, absolutely. That's Usually, crazy. Yeah. But if you're forced to think of a hundred things you want, you have to really start thinking past the superficial. You got to go deep. Mm. How, do, how do I want them to interact with my family, my friends? What does it look like when they come to the barbecue? Mm. Right? What does it look like um, when we have illness in our family how do we bond together and support how, think about those things go a little deeper past how much they make and how they look makes a big difference yeah i could see how we try to create this character and package when i think about that you know what i think of i think of like somebody coming in for an interview process mm -hmm. and the hiring manager instead of properly introducing this new potential hire to the company they just kind of start adding things on their resume or giving this person additional compliments they may not have earned to earn the trust of the other employees mm -hmm. to embellish what they think about this person, which is dangerous for the company at home. Yeah. If we bring in somebody like that, potentially unqualified into the company, into the family. But I could see how that could happen because I'm even thinking about my family. And oh, Lord, please, I hope. No. <laughs> I hope listen. Because I, I, I just know that different co people could be at different places in the family. And the reality of the situation is you're going to attract where you are. So if the rest of the family, you might perceive them to be up here and you quite right here. And you got a guy that, you know, ain't really where your family might be. Want, uh, they, they not, they're going to side out this dude because of the expectation of your family you might be thinking, okay, let me kind of, well, we say the younger generation, let me cap a little bit <laughs> about who this person is mm -hmm. and really even almost hide this person, which I've experienced a bit of this in my family, by the way, mm -hmm. because you know what your people going to say. Like you kind of know what they're going to say. And some people might be dating somebody, you know, your family won't approve of. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they're not going to get the respect 
of what's going down. And instead of you facing that reality and probably getting that hard truth that this dude here ain't got no vision, ain't got no plan, this dude is lost, this dude is not the one, instead of you hearing what you know you probably need to hear, you just create this false reality around this man. But that takes humility. That takes humility to know that I don't have all the answers and that I can't see everything. And that, what is, what's the old saying? Love is blind, friends close their eyes, right? So humility says, I may not see everything and you are in my community because I trust you, I love you. I wanna hear your feedback. I wanna, I wanna know what you think and I value your opinion. And if you say to me, this person has no vision. Now, that doesn't mean your word is, is 100% bond, but now I need to start. I like that you said interviews, right? Yeah. Like you, I like that you took it to the job interview. Um, you know, if, has anybody ever been in a situational job interview? Yeah. Yes, where they're not just asking you a question. They're asking you, how would you react in this situation? Mm -hmm. And what would be, right? So I think we need to take it another level. So when you receive that feedback, from trusted people in your community, then you need to start posing questions to the person to gather additional facts and evidence to see how they would respond, to see in what in this situation, what would be your course of action? How will yeah. you handle this? And a lot of times you date the same person over and over again because you never let your community meet them. Mm. I ain't she. I've been there. I'm glad that you said that because yeah. we have one of our members, she dropped a chat in here. So let uh Celestine, Celestine, shout out to Celestine. She says, she asked this question, which, you, which it sounds like y'all are addressing now, but she basically yeah. says, what does it matter what the family thinks? You should be concerned about the person you're in covenant with. Mm. So in other countries, often families are marrying one another. It is very strange to think that you are going to raise your kids by yourself. You are going to have a successful marriage by yourself. In every other aspect of your life, you need other people. Facts. You need community, whether that's career, leadership, business, whatever that is, you need other people. But in a marriage, you don't need anybody. Mm -hmm. It's a long run, it's not a sprint. So when you're dating, it makes sense to let other people that you trust collect data on the people that you're collecting data on. Mm, now, I like that. Now, if, if your family is not trusted, cannot be trusted, <laughs> right? That's different. Then, then that's different. If you've got unhealed dysfunction going on in your family, that's different. But if you have a functional family and yeah. a strong community, you're going to need them. And if you have what Crystal is saying, your family is dysfunctional, but you don't have anybody else to proxy, that's letting you know trauma has too much room in your life. Because mm. if your birth family is challenged, toxic, not mature, not healthy, but then you don't have family that you've chosen mm -hmm. that can proxy some of those needs then that's telling you you're isolated. And that's how trauma bonds are formed. Absolutely. I like that y'all said that too, because a lot of people, I don't think consider that because you might not consider how your family is important in this decision-making, right? 
but then you want to be the show you want them to you want you know to to use them as a shoulder to lean on when your guy doesn't show up or when your lady doesn't visit you in the hospital and take care of you so or when you you don't got nobody to keep your kids because you, you you don't got your dude or your lady no more but people don't think about they could be in, literally introducing their family to a bunch of issues because it's not just the single person that's affected it's the entire family that's impacted Absolutely. by it. entire family yep your entire tribe wow and you don't need to color in we talk about this and we laugh when you were kids mm-hmm. kindergarten second grade you coloring on your paper you don't take your crayon and color on the next person's paper your teacher <laughs> would be like ryan color on your paper don't color on crystal's paper that's crystal's paper do not color in all of what you want this person to be with your crayons Mm. let them show you who they are Mm. let your tribe see what you may not be able to see because it's so much better and healthier Mm. to work through those things when you're dating than when you're married and now you're like, I was tricked. Mm. I had no idea. You, you've got to be able to let the data inform what work has to be done in the dating space to see if it's enough to leverage another aspect of the possibility for the relationship. And I want to add to that, too. You know, there's a difference between walls and boundaries. So the young lady. Well, who, can, can, you, can you repeat that? There is a difference between walls Walls and and boundaries. boundaries. Mm. So the young lady who who made the comment, Mm. right? When you say it doesn't matter what the family thinks, that's a wall. That's a wall. It doesn't matter what you think. I'm not going to let you in my space. Boundary says, I love you. I care about you. I respect you. It does matter what you think, but I have boundaries. Now you can't come in here and control my relationship and run my household. You have to respect my house. You have to respect my decisions, but I do respect your feedback. So there's a difference between a wall and a boundary. Does that make sense? It makes absolute sense. So a boundary is a guide. Think about 285 here in Atlanta. You got lines that tell you what lane you're in. You got signs that tell you how fast you should go. They're guiding you on how to navigate this freeway. That's very different than the wall that's separating you. The median. The median that's separating you from the other side. Because Mm. you want people, even in your family, to follow good boundaries. They can't just talk any way they want to disrespectfully to somebody that you're dating Mm -hmm. that is honorable and deserves respect. That's a guide. The other side of that is, no, you can't meet none of my family till the wedding. Median. That's a wall, Mm. right? So now you've not given them a bridge to be family with that person. And you think just because you wear a white dress or because you wear a tuxedo, the next five minutes after you say I do, everybody's going to be like, yo, (laughs) we fam. I've never seen you before. Nobody's talked about you. We're all sitting here saying, who's this dude? And who's this woman? And boundaries are to keep you healthy in relationship. Yep. Not to keep people out. It says, this is what my healthy space looks like. 
So here is how you operate on my highway, just like a speed limit on 285. They have done a lot of studies and they've run a lot of data that says 55 is the safe zone right here. Here you can go 70, but right here with the curves, we need you to be at 55, right? right. That's from data. So, you know, here's my safe zones. That's what the boundaries do. Boundaries protect and keep the relationship healthy, not keep people out. Now, now, Chris, I want to be clear mm -hmm. about this because we got some people going in the chat like, yeah, I feel what they're saying, but they don't know my family. So I want to I want to <laughs> make sure if this friend like close friends and trusted, you know, people that you just generally trust. Would you include them in that same group? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. If you're going to be honest and authentic. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you coloring this person in so that your friends are like, they good people. Yeah. Then you're cheating yourself. Mm -hmm. If you say these people are your friends, AKA they are your tribe, they are your people. Then you've got to give them the opportunity to see what's also going to keep you safe. And keep your highway free of accidents. And if they if they can't be trusted, why are they in your community? Mm. You know, I like that because I think most people introduce, um, once they introduce their significant other to their family, it's so they can impress their family. Not so they can bring their family as backup. Like, hey, look, we're going to put him to the test. Or we're going to put her to the test to make sure they legit for that level of protection. Mm -hmm. So I like Which is the same reason they don't introduce them to their family. Exactly. Because it's the exact same. They trying to hide this dude because this dude ain't going to impress their family. <laughs> but you know that coming in. You know that coming in yeah. and you don't want to admit it. That means that something in you is telling you that this person is not the right person. Okay, so hold on real quick, y'all, because listen, the good news is we got something so special for y'all. These wonderful ladies has prepared something so special for, so special for the community, the highly initiated community, that I'm going to keep a little secret. Y'all stay tuned. Stay in this beautiful video that we are curating here for y'all. And I actually want to kind of get back to where we were going with this thing because the fear of commitment is a real thing right now, especially in our culture. This is how we got here in the first place. What you got, yeah, Ryan? Can I get some shout outs real quick? Let's get it in. So real quick, guys, listen, we got to do this for the members. So at the 30 minute mark, I am going to designate the chat for members only. And it's only because Ooh. the membership has been growing. We got very close to 230 members. I'm sure we're going to hit that 230 mark tonight. So I'm going to have to close it out. So please, if you want to take part in the chat, and you want to just generally support the channel because it takes a lot to get these kind of experts, it's these kind of guests onto the show. So please support us and join the membership. And real quick, I just want to open it up for a couple of shout outs. Shout out to Vanita Jackson. She says, I am so very proud of you both. Yay. Listen, Miss Jackson, I love Jackson. She always looking at chat. Shout out to Mira. Mira is keeping y'all on point. Mira says, hit that like button. Don't forget, don't forget, guys. If you hit the like button, it's going to go out to as many people as possible. So that really helps us out really helps out the algorithm and shout out to Teddy for joining the membership. And guys, I wanted to give y'all this because I promised y'all I would get back to y'all on this on August at the beginning of August. When we had our first live, I told our first live of August, I told you once we get to 3,500, we are going to officially get the studio soundproof. We really need that guys to make sure everything sounds crisp. And right now we at, are at $694. Matter of fact, $704 because Mir just dropped that $10 super chat. So please, guys, and I'm asking them to $1 super chats, but if you can give us 10 plus 
that would be ideal going to that soundproofing. And I'm going to let Tyshawn go ahead and get us get us going. Yes, yes, yes. So go ahead and send them Super Chats in with the questions because we're going we gonna to get you in the conversation as well. But let's start here, okay? Because when we talk about fear commitment, we uh kind of popped it off a little early. Y'all don't be seeing the conversation before the cameras turn on. But uh, let's kind of start there because fear of commitment. Is this a woman's issue? Is this a men's issue? Give me what y'all think. We see it a lot more when it comes to men. Mm. But it's a people issue. Because mm -hmm. when you're talking about vulnerability, you're talking about control, fear of being out of control, fear of taking a risk, fear of needing someone else, fear of not being emotionally accepted if they see you like all of you without the mask without the titles without the labels will they still care about you right mm. so we see it on both sides but a lot more on the men's side yeah why do you think that is be, though women I'm drop seem a poll to be more out. resilient that's a great poll I'm here yeah. do men yeah. or women struggle more with commitment, yeah. I'm, I'm, but is do you think it's because of the vulnerability why men are struggling? It, it well, women seem to be more resilient in the space of being hurt and bouncing back. Mm. Men get hurt and it's like devastated. It's just like how you playing you for life, returning the match. Right, you ever hear like when a woman is sick, right? Everything still has to go on when a man is sick. Everything has to shut down. <laughs> yeah. He got a cold and the whole oh, house family. has to shut down, right? Right, right? right, So it's the same. Men, when they get hurt, because, you know, when they make that commitment and give their heart to a woman and they're hurt, yeah. they oftentimes will make a declaration, that's never going to happen to me again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. It's time to hit the streets. Yeah. <laughs> it can be early on. It can be second grade. Like it can be your first girlfriend ever. But yeah. once you get hurt, you, you just never want to feel that feeling again. Exactly. And women feel the same way. However, I think oftentimes our fear of being alone is higher than our fear of being hurt. You know, it's interesting because me personally, I know the biggest thing, and shout out to the show, man, because the show has really showed me i don't even want to say a different side of relationships it showed me every side mm -hmm. yeah. of relationships just speaking to you can't speak to hundreds of people from different angles and not hit it just about from every side but i think when it came to me the fear of freedom was my biggest thing mm -hmm. like me knowing and thinking that oh my goodness i'm gonna have to be with this one woman for the next 50 <laughs> 50 years <laughs> of my life <laughs> i can't talk to no other woman i can't try no other woman <laughs> like i can't even you know no samples no nothing for the rest of my life that no was samples. that was scary to me yeah. that was scary to me personally it was the vulnerability part yeah that's that is scary because you know vulnerability but it, it was it was the freedom part, and I and I wonder I wonder what the guys struggle with. I'm really I'm really curious to know that. But when you when it comes to this fear of vulnerability, I know a lot of ladies that also have this fear. I think even when it comes down to in some ways the whole independent era, 
even when I hear, when I hear women in many ways where they are like, girl, no, don't worry, girl, don't worry about him. Girl, get your money. Girl, you better have some money before you get that man or whatever the case is. Always keep you a bag, always keep you some money. Now, I'm not saying that can't be good advice, but I know that advice can also come from a place of hurt. Fear. And fear. So that vulnerability, is it safe to say that all of that is tied, that whole mindset that I just spoke about, is that also tied to the fear of vulnerability? Mm-hmm. It, it is, and we kind of got to go back just a little bit to go forward. Attachment and how we learned healthy attachment as children mm-hmm. has a lot to do with how we attach as adults. So. It's interesting because if you've had a rough start as a little boy with attachment, either with your mom, your dad, your family of origin, it's kind of strange to think you're just going to become a 28-year-old man that has practiced attachment and now you just want to be super committed. It it doesn't work like that. Mm. If it's shaky at the start, often you're trying to correct how you feel by having a lot of barriers to feeling the pain again. So it's trauma, right? Mm. So if as a kid, you felt out of control, you felt like you weren't safe, you felt distressed, abandoned, abandoned, things just weren't consistent, You take that with you and you guys talked about it. You make a commitment now. I'm never going to feel that again. We say you don't make a commitment. You make a covenant. Mm. It's even bigger than a promise. It's like that's never going to happen to me again. Why? Because I'm never going to feel that trauma, that out of control again. And when you start to make moves towards having that feeling, you meet somebody that you really like and there's possibility, you sabotage. You sabotage it or worse, you like, I'm just going to pick people that I'm not going to be in risk of having a committed relationship. So you lower the bar for yourself. What are some signs? What would y'all say are some signs that you probably dating somebody that's kind of dealing with this fear? What might that look like? Mm. And you know, because I, I want people to be able to recognize it and, and know how to handle that a bit. So what might you see? Somebody that's scared of being vulnerable and might be even, because that, they, they might be stringing you along. On both sides, too, for, for, for men and then yeah, also because I want to know if the signs are different as well. Inconsistency will tell you a lot about a person. If they do what they say they're going to do, you know they have a level of integrity, Right. If you find that they are often doing things to bring distance where distance is not even needed, but they're intentionally doing things to create distance, something is there. Okay. Now, people are like, well, what if I just don't want to have a relationship? So we do this test in our community. We're not psychic, but we probably could tell your audience what their purpose is. Think about it. What's your purpose? Think about it, guys. What's your purpose? 
just think in your mind, this is why I think I'm here. This is my purpose. You got it? Mm-hmm. You got what you thought? You got what you thought? Okay. We're not psychic, but we can probably tell you what that is. Here it goes. Connection. That's your purpose. What other people? You want to write a book? If nobody reads it, useless. <laughs> you want to have a podcast? Nobody listens to it. Everything that you're thinking you want to do that's purposeful requires connection. Everything. Want to open up a daycare? Want to be a sports agent? Everything requires connection. So to then decide the most important aspect of your life, relationally, romantic relationship, that's the one area you don't want to connect, lets you know something is going on. Something is not calibrating the way that it should because everything that's purposeful requires that. Mm. Everything. So that's a sign. If they don't want to connect, that is a sign that something else is managing their decision-making process. And you should look out for that. Mm. Ryan is looking at me like... No, I I like that. I actually uh, recently read this book. It's called uh, Ikigai. And um, pretty much it's um, a study that they did on the Blue Zones. Not you familiar with the Blue Zones? So pretty much it's the seven areas in the world where people are living the longest. Mm. So the most popular blue zone that you guys might know of is Okinawa, Japan, where they have multiple, like a whole neighborhood of centurions, like mm. people who lived over a hundred. Mm. And what they found amongst like great diets and hobbies and that type of deal, the number one thing that kept these people alive was actually connection. Absolutely. That was the number one thing. It was the connection with the community. It was a connection with children and grandchildren. And one of the things that they found that was going on in this village that every morning at the same time, all of the people in the entire village would literally be outside at the same time in the morning. That's so they everybody. Look for, they That's look so forward crazy. to seeing one another. That's so yeah. it, was, it was crazy. And another thing that they did, all of the people in the village during the day, like midday, regardless of work, anything that's going on, they would literally like play games. So like the community, the, the yeah. grandkids, the grandparents, everybody would participate in these community games. And these people live into over 100 years old. It, it was wow. insane. Yeah, that is amazing. And we don't heart, you know, we don't want to say that, but it's not natural. Right. It's not natural to not want to be in connection. So if that's the play that you're seeing in the person that you're dating. Mm -hmm. Everything that they desire is to be isolated, disconnected, distant, unattached. That's who you're dating. To Mm. try to create a marriage on that, it's going to be rough. It's interesting because, I mean, again, like when we go back a, a bit, you know, we agree that we weren't always in this place where we were so reluctant to connect or at least attempt to. I'm not saying that we were having the greatest or was the most successful, but we were not as reluctant as we are as a culture. And it's it's kind of a, a crazy place to think that our, our, our culture is kind of creating this. And more important, like you said, our American culture is creating this reluctance of us connecting. And that's a very dangerous sound. We kind of talked about that too on one of the last lives we that we had as well, that <clears throat> our culture is kind of creating this very pessimistic idea around connection and relationships. And I think when you even look at many of just the big pages, the media pages, 
it even almost promotes the fear. Like whether it's promoting toxic relationships or it's promoting the top new divorce mm -hmm. of the week. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. we're constantly seeing these failures, yeah. you know, back to back to back to back. And I think subconsciously that also adds to our fear Absolutely. of being in these relationships, you know, uh, mainly because uh, again, we just not, you know, seeing it done right, mm -hmm. which is, is a very dangerous thing. Ryan, I'm, we actually got 109 people on it. Let's actually yeah. look at the poll. Let's see what the, let's see what the people talk so about. So I'm going to check out the poll real quick, guys. We It's 398, 39 minutes in, and we this close to 400 people in the live chat, All which is right. really dope. Come on in. And um, guys, if you haven't, <laughs> listen, the description, I want y'all to check out the description. It's always loaded. It's going to have the Instagram page of these beautiful ladies. It's also going to have the la the very first episode, which is about three weeks ago, which was a dope episode. It was how do you know that a man is serious? And this is the thing. You, it sounds like it's a ladies episode. I do get that, but guys, she it, we had a we had a moment on there. <laughs> so even if you only catch fifteen to twenty minutes of that moment, guys, you definitely want to tune into the episode too. Right. So I'm gonna do this real tune quick. To every episode we put out, guys. I agree. Know. So I think we can stop it here. We got 119 votes on this poll. It's only been up for about 11 minutes, and uh, oh, I, I expected it's, this. It's lopsided. I expected this. So do men or women struggle more with vulnerability? Vulnerability, and here we got most people think 85 percent men that are struggling with vulnerability and just struggling with uh, commitment in general. Well, that makes sense, right? As little boys, men are told, suck it up. They're not, they're not allowed to feel. What you crying about? Suck it up. Get it together, right? right? You're a man. You gotta, you've got to put these masks on to mm -hmm. show that you are okay. And, it, you know, you're, you're um, not allowed to cry. You're not allowed to feel. And then when you get in a relationship with a woman, the first thing she wants to know, how you feel, feel about, about me? me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right? In fact, daily. She wanted that once a week. Right, right, right. That's a regular question. Right. So you're not practiced in the language of how you feel. You ever look at a chart of all of the feeling words? And sometimes we have to do that with the men. Feeling like, words? Like, yes. Give me an example of the feeling words. Oh, frustrated. Mm. Hurt. Mm. Um, afraid, sad. All weak words. <laughs> there you go. No, really. Honestly, the, they, they don't even feel good to express. In the men vocab, in the men's vocab, those well, are weak words. You don't words. have practice. That's a good point. They too. don't feel good to express because you don't have muscle or, or, or a safe or a safe or a safe person in place. There you go. Because I ain't just walking up to a woman and saying I'm afraid. See? <laughs> my name is Ty. That's <laughs> right. how it's going down. But safety is co-created, right? Yeah, it's co-created. So you you can't just put up barriers and walls and craziness in your relationship and then scream that you're not safe. You got to create that safety together. That that's yeah. that's just the way that it works. So if you're looking at it and you're saying you know, it's not what I need it to be. Part of the challenge is what's your next move? What's your next best move from this is not what I needed to be in this moment? If you, you think your next best move is to eject yourself from the situation, then you're not clear on the work that's needed. You know what? I, let me ask you this, because this, this, this was an interesting take from one of our previous guests. They said the key to knowing if you have a safe space and to creating vulnerability is just to tell it all, right? 
This was one of the brothers that we had. Um, shout out to Shannon and Shirley. Shannon, we, uh, Mary Jane. He said that before I got married, I think this was his second marriage, he said, I laid it out all on the table. He said, you want to know if she with you? Tell her you're broke. Tell her your credit score. Tell her this. Tell her that. Let her know. He said, and if she leaves, she was probably going to leave anyway. Like th that, that was, I mean, if, if your truth bothers her, then it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Now, I side-eyed that advice, but I understand it because I've heard versions of it from different people. Shout out to Dr. Jamal. He's coming out too. Got a got, got some big shows coming out for y'all. He even uh, on, on a recent show said that it's easier for a man who's not all the way to successful to actually find a woman because it's more likely she's genuinely there for you in the building stage to help you swing the hammer versus at the finish line when it's all put together. And he did add a second part to that. He said, not just that, it's also possible that once you reach a level of success, you have this level of paranoia that could prevent you from even making the right decision as well. And that, because now you question everybody's intentions. But again, it goes back to vulnerability because all of those things are somewhat related. They're cousins, if you will. Because, and I want to know your thoughts on that. Do you think it's safe or good advice for a man to really just come before, and it's pr more specifically prior to marriage, all the skeletons give that ugly truth and version of who he is to the woman as a way to test whether or not his safest space, his space is safe? You don't need to test. You need to relate. It's not about testing. Mm -hmm. If you're still wearing the mask with the person that you've asked to marry you, you're living a lie. If you're at the point where this person can't see you, but you've asked them to marry you, or you're at the point where he can't see you, but you've accepted the, the invitation to live together in marriage, you're not working with the right building blocks because we tell folks you're not ready to get married to anybody until they've met you. If they're still dating your persona mm -hmm. and then you they find out after you've gotten married that who you said you were was an act, that's trouble. You really want to know who you're dating and if they decide the truth of who you are is not their blessing, they get to decide that. But a lot of times you'd be surprised. When you're authentic, it attracts possibility. And it gives the other person the, the permission to be authentic as well. Mm. When you're authentic, you give them permission to be authentic. I, I will say this, though. I, I think as men, I think as we, I think just generally, I think it's easier for women to be vulnerable. Mainly because... Mm mainly because we already see women and even prefer a woman who's somewhat of a damsel, right? Yeah. She who's already in some level of distress, distress. Mm -hmm. yeah. right? That doesn't even turn us off. Mm -hmm. Women are attracted to strength. Mm -hmm. Women are attracted to men who are damn near better than them, mm -hmm. right? Women are attracted to almost, you know, the, they want the S on the chest mm -hmm. when it comes to the man. And, you know, rarely is a man who's being very vulnerable that goes against all the things that women are typically attracted to. So 
it's kind of tricky when it comes down to that because, you know, I, I still haven't really figured out what's the the balance between being a hundred percent honest and still being the 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 leader and and the person that you have to be because even you guys you listen y'all are astute businesswomen mm -hmm. and everything that goes wrong in the company y'all might not be telling to everybody on the staff mm -hmm. because it's just certain things that y'all just gonna deal with on the back end mm -hmm. and just kind of put the load on your back and vulnerability is not gonna be necessarily relevant to communicating to your people because that ain't even got to get to them. And I think as men, we feel that way sometimes. And it could be really tricky about knowing what to load and unload to our women, if that makes sense. But vulnerability is a gift. Mm -hmm. Everybody doesn't deserve it. So if you're just starting to collect data on a woman or data on a man, they do not deserve to know all of your wounds, all of your victories, all of the, the, the tender places. It takes time and evidence that you can be trusted with all of who I am. That's why we tell people date and collect data. Take a beat, take a moment, because wanting to share everything about yourself in places that are unsafe makes you unsafe because they shouldn't have that information about you. Mm -hmm. And strong leaders build other leaders. And vulnerability is a big part of that. Dang. So when you talk about leading an organization and should you be vulnerable with the people on your team, right? A strong leader can still be vulnerable and in control at the same time and give other people the opportunity to increase their leadership, right? We have a challenge. We're going to come together. We're going to solve this challenge. I need everybody's input. I need everybody's buy-in. I need people to step up in these areas. I'm still in control. I've, I've been vulnerable to share that we have a challenge. We have an obstacle that we need to overcome. It's the same in relationship, right? We have an issue. We need to discuss it. I'm still in control, right? But yeah. I need your buy-in. I need your feedback. I'm still a strong leader. I'm not, I'm not weak. But men are so, they're so much more comfortable with surface level emotions, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm angry, right? That's an easy one. If you yeah. think if you think of a situation where you're angry, and then I say, and how does that make you feel? And then I take you another level. It makes you feel like that because you're afraid of what? And what do you take responsibility in on that? And that what's your responsibility in this dynamic and going forward? What's the commitment you want from your partner in this? You take them down about eight levels. Right. That's where you reach the vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? Let me tell you. I think what you're saying makes so much sense. And I think what it looks like being vulnerable for men and women is different. I think that's the biggest thing. Because my woman, she could run the room and just cry. She yeah. just run in the room right. and just cry, lay on me, and just uh, tell me all this stuff that's going on. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. That My vulnerability still got to look strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. And I think, and I think, I think that's what men probably got to be taught, is how to mm -hmm. be vulnerable with strength. Yes. Because I never heard that conversation before, but I think that's a good one. I, I think it, 
it also has to come with some level of like solution or next step along with it as well. Right, right, like, right. Hey, this is how I'm feeling, going and forward. and going forward, this is what's gonna happen. Right, this is what yes. I'm gonna do next. There right, you just be like, I'm lost. I don't know what because to do. see because yeah. the original, <laughs> but see the original conversation is just say how you feel. No, that ain't how it works. That ain't for us. Right, right. We'll just start right. saying how you feel. Right. All right. She gonna be side eyeing you. All right. So right. he always gotta, got problems. Yeah. He always going through some stuff. You gotta say how you feel a certain way. And and I like I just I liked how you de- delivered that. And really what that is is leadership training. And that's really what's very important. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm I'm telling you, it's mandatory. If you ain't read a leadership book, oh, nobody puts you huge. on leadership. I, that's like a major prerequisite, in my opinion, to even know how to manage the relationship. And, and I, I just got to shout out to Kenny because, you know, we just got to throw these toxic uh, super chats in. Yeah. But Kenny says men are ready for relationships. Women pick poorly. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to challenge that. Kenny. I do want to challenge that because I, I do think men think they're ready for relationships. But you talk about that level of vulnerability is not just openly expressing these emotions with no solution. But I think another part of it is when you are informing your lady of kind of things that you appreciate and things that you don't quite appreciate Mm -hmm. and what you would like to see moving forward. Because I do think it's a, a large group of men that are completely afraid, just really petrified to let their woman know that it's something that she's doing or participating in that causes them a level of dissatisfaction. And I think that's when you get the men who are in these relationships where they might be getting emasculated or the man who says, you know, she's the boss. I just asked my wife, that type of deal. So, I mean, what what are your thoughts about that? I think it goes along with what I just said. You have to go a couple of levels deeper than... I don't like it Mm. or I'm angry. You know, I want you to change that. Go a little deeper because when you do that, it makes me feel like you don't respect me as a man. Mm. And I'm going to, and I'm afraid that if we continue this way, I'm going to disconnect from you because I don't feel safe. And I understand that my responsibility in this is when you did it this time and you did it that time, I didn't say anything, but going forward, Mm-hmm. we're going to have a safe word to let you know mm-hmm. you're talking too much mm-hmm. and I don't feel safe mm-hmm. right now. Right. right. Yeah. And I want to have some boundaries in our relationship and that when you talk it through at those levels to that level of depth, that's strong. I can res- I'll be like, okay, baby. Right. Yeah, right respect right. that strength from a man. I understand mm-hmm. why you don't like it. I understand how it makes you feel. And we got a plan going forward. This is what we're going to do. But just because you are a man, not just male, but you are a grown man, does not mean that you know how to do relationships well. Mm. So when the person said, we know how to do relationships, how do you know that? Who taught you that? Mm. What's the playbook? What rules of engagement are you following? How do you know that those rules of engagement work for the outcome that you want? It's not just chronological age and having a lot of women that you've had in the past or having a lot of men that you've had to be able to buy you things or propose or whatever the superficial stuff is. How do you know if the stuff that you believe makes you ready is tried and true and is really stuff? that will keep you together. Mm. Most people don't even ask those questions. 
Right. Right. So it's so much information out here now that tells you what works and what doesn't work. Do you know what those things are? If you don't know what those things are, you end up a lot of times doing things that are going to sabotage your relationship. But you don't know that. You're just doing it because that's what you saw. I agree mm. with that. I, and I think it's the exact same situation for, for women as well, which is why I think it's important because sometimes men will just, you know, immediately disqualify a woman like this is not going to work. But that woman literally may be a good woman and she may not have ever been told that this is what works best in th- your specific relationship, but also relationships in general. So I just want to do real quick this for the men. So these are three books that I think every man should read when it comes to operating in your masculine in the relationship. So first you got uh, The Masculine in the Relationship by G.S. Youngblood, which I think is a great book. You got uh, Way of the Superior Man, which is probably one of our favorite books. I'm not sure we did, David did. I'm not sure we ever did a show on that. And then you got Kingdom Warrior Magician Lover. So those three books, ladies, if you just maybe buy a little care package for your man, get those three books. That's going to make you better by making him better. So I think those are really three great books for uh for all men. And Tasha, I think he's getting ready to say something. No, no, no. Actually, we, we gotta get um a Ken, a going crazy here right now. Get his last few super chats in. So no, we're gonna leave a Kenny alone because this <laughs> Kenny is too spicy. Yeah, we're gonna leave, him, leave him alone for a second. A but shout out to King. <laughs> shout out to King for dropping uh for taking care of a young lady, gifting the membership. We are, we always oh, love when you guys oh, gift the membership. And shout out to your milk and honey. And this yeah. is the thing, guys. We are almost at 500 in the chat. Only at 56 Woo-hoo. minutes. And yes. ladies, we, guys, I'm going to go ahead and drop that number again. I'm going to go ahead and drop this number. All right. So we accepting call-ins. And I'm going to open this up to members, non-members, anybody who wants to call in, give us their specific situation. Because we want to hit a team. We want to hit a juice. We want to get a little drama involved to talk to these ladies. But real quick. And it's, a, wanna, it's 100% anonymous, guys. So y'all don't, even have to, y'all don't even have to tell us who you are. Just be open, honest, transparent. That vulnerability we talking about. Y'all can do it right here on the phone lines here with us. Go ahead. Shout out to Joyce Pack, who's been a member for a month. She sent over, men make a decision and stick to it when experiencing pain in a bad relationship. And shout out to Anastasia Parks, who says, a woman loves a man with boundaries, not a pushover, often misrepresented as women don't like nice guys. One, I agree with that one thousand mm-hmm. percent. But mm-hmm. I want to talk to you ladies before because we get ready. To, I'm sure the call in is going to be some issues, yeah. which is good, riveting, good for good for viewership. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But on a serious note, you guys have you know coached people through a lot of transformations. Yeah. So yeah. could you give us like just a small sample of a real life example of somebody who was initially closed off, had no interest in being vulnerable? but then was able to work through some issues and then open up to then have success on the other end. We have so, so many. I can imagine that. Vulnerability. My goodness. Um, we coach a lot of women mm-hmm. who come to us um, and they are the ones that everybody comes to when they need help, when they need support but they don't have anybody in their circle who can support them. They feel like nobody really sees them. Nobody really hears them. And so they wear this mask of the superwoman Mm. and they don't know how to take the cape off. Mm. They don't know how to take it off at work. They don't know how to take it off in their romantic relationships. They don't know how to take it off in their family. And so they walk around feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, 
undervalued and like nobody really cares. Nobody checks on them. And so when we do the work with them to understand, number one, what is what formed your belief system that you had to be perfect, that you had to have it all together, mm-hmm. that you can't fail, right? That your worth is tied to what you can do and not who you are. Mm. We do the work to liberate their minds. And it's just amazing to see when they release, because they feel like they're, they're, they're trekking uphill with a whole mountain on their back. And when you release all of that, all those expectations, other people's expectations, we see just tremendous growth in their lives and their ability to communicate with their partners, their ability to communicate with their colleagues and their family. It all changes. The dynamic shifts because they go from a mindset to a Mm -hmm. mind shift Mm. and it's a game changer. Wow. A lot of times too, they are professionally successful, right? Right. Great as it relates to degrees, great as it relates to how they're trending in their career or the opportunities in entrepreneurship, but in the relationship space, whether that's the relationship with their families or the relationship that they want to create romantically, they're like, everything else is good. Mm -hmm. This area, I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. But it's not getting the results, the the stuff that I'm doing in the other areas of my life that are making me a success, it's not working over here. And I don't really know what to do because there's also a level of shame to it, too, Mm -hmm. that I want to be in a relationship or I want to be in a successful relationship. I thought this was it. I don't want to start over, but I know that this is not the healthiest for me. Or I've been hurt before and I don't want to be hurt again. So I make a lot of moves that are based on my trauma, not based on tools that are going to get me to the next level Mm -hmm. in relationship with others. And what we're able to do is help them shift how they think, how they move, how they date, how they relate in relationships how they create boundaries that bring healthy relationships towards them versus toxic ones and how they start to practice differently. Mm. So when they're dating, they're not dating with the same mindset. So how the dating shows up in their lives is very different. And we have, we have babies. We have we babies. have we have babies in our tribe that yeah. we are aunties to. That's dope. From women who have come to us and they were either not dating or not dating successfully. Yeah. And now they're in healthy relationships and have babies. So we I are proud it. to be they're aunties. Family. Yeah. Family, I love know? ladies with babies. Yes. So, so let, let, let me let me ask y'all this because I'm I'm curious to know this because what would you say? Because I was I kind of told y'all my situation. Oh, wait, 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 don't forget about the call. We got to open oh, up. Oh, is it yeah, time? It's time. It's not. We're going to get well, the call. Oh, yeah, go, go, ahead, go ahead and drop the number, Lano. Let, let the people see the number. So, I mean, the numbers, when it comes in, Lano, just let us know when a call comes in. Go ahead and drop the number so everybody can go ahead and see it. Y'all can go ahead and call in uh, when you guys, um, when you guys, uh, yep, there it goes. There that number goes. Go ahead and hit us up, y'all. Go ahead and hit us up. 
I'm gonna talk in the meantime until ahead, that phone starts ahead. ringing. Let me know, Lana, when we get a phone call in, and we'll go ahead and get it popping. Okay. With that being the case, I wanted to ask y'all. In the meantime, what would you say to someone who feels like a long-term relationship or commitment is a loss of freedom? What would you say to that? Why are that you opens that opens <laughs> up that <laughs> opens up so much freedom for you when you're able to be the right person. Oh, okay. The headphones on. Headphones on, baby. Let's do it. Turn on the headphones, Lano. We got to hit a sound, baby. Hey, it's um one of the members calling in. Hey, hey. how you doing? Who's speaking? I'm good. This is Mira. <laughs> Mira, what's popping? Look, he didn't say it's anonymous in action name, Mira. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I just have a question. I get a lot of... um people that come to me about different things. So I have a question like, what advice do you give to someone who just feels like relationship, a relationship or marriage or anything is just not for them? They are just not, I think they're interested, but they're maybe scared. Um, there might be unhealed trauma there, or they just feel like they're unlovable. Like, what would you, where would, where would they start? Do you like what? Mm -hmm. Mira, that's a great question. I, I would recommend that they do their work. It starts with therapy. Y'all, therapy is good. Nope. Therapy is so good because you want to make sure that you are making a decision from a healthy space. There's nothing wrong with someone who says, I don't want to be married, right? You just understand why you're making that decision. And if it's from a healthy space, if it's from a place of fear, or from a place of trauma, you want to do your work to understand the root cause of that so that you can, from a healthy space, make that decision if you want to. Now, if somebody says, I never want to be married, is that ever really healthy? Well, anytime you're using words like never, right. that's that's a, a yellow red flag on the play. <laughs> right. It's right. orange. When somebody, orange flag. When somebody's like, you never do this. That's not real. These what are if, like, emotional mm -hmm. words that are used often because somebody's in pain or somebody's hurt, but they're not factual. So when somebody's like, I never want to be in a relationship. I never want to get married. I never feel like I'm good enough. I'm not mm -hmm. worthy. All of those things are letting you know something else is happening mm -hmm. that needs attention. What you got, Mira? What are you what are you guys' thoughts on like, okay, say this person is now getting back into um the word, like reading different scriptures in the Bible, like for mm -hmm. guidance and different things. Like, do you guys speak to that or Absolutely. oh yeah, absolutely any, any suggestions on where especially like okay, so say for example, this person's me. I'm of mm -hmm. a certain age, kids are natural kids are out of the picture, <laughs> out of the question. Mm -hmm. Like that's not gonna happen um adoptions on the table or you know something like that but where would this where would i start like where would i start where would you start to do what like, as far as um as far as like healing like healing like like you said there's you know that's a red flag or a yellow red flag if they're oh i'm never going to do this or there's fear or there's that like if the bible if the scripture is something that you guys would recommend, like, do you have like any scriptures? There are so many women in our tribe that we're able to help them build 
what we would say is their advisory board of sorts. Part of that is their spiritual healing and wholeness therapy to be able to go back and to figure out where the wounds are coaching to be able to help you figure out how to really move forward and activate actions that are going to help you get to that next level it's it's not one thing we talk about having really services that are going to wrap around you to help you be whole and healed to make sure that the next level of decisions that you make is not based on anything that is in the past, but based on being focused on what's possible in the future. And your spiritual health is a huge part of that. Yeah. In fact, in our community mirror, we focus on um, prayer and meditation, self-care, having a strong community to support you and just doing your work to set a vision for yourself and working on your core spirituality is your core um if you don't have a strong core it's just like working out right you work out if your core muscles are strong it affects all the other muscles in your body right yeah, yeah check it out i, I listen I, I really want to stay but these phone lines are blowing up Thank you so much. It's okay. Thank you both. Nice talking to you, Ty. Listen, listen. You be having a chat rocking. Listen, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. We love you, Mary. Thank you so much for calling in, okay? Thanks, Mary. Take care. Excellent. And guys, we are improving the live call in. This time it literally go ahead and answer that. Go ahead and answer that. <laughs> it sounds good, but we gotta get the call waiting together. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going pretty good. Go ahead. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Jennifer out of Philadelphia. Hi, what's Jennifer. up, Jennifer? Hi, Jennifer. What's going on? I just wanted to add a little few comments. Um, working in the field of social work counseling. Um, I, I think w- when we Begin to. Oh, you got to mute. You got to mute the show in the back. <laughs> oh, there you go. Shut up. All right, here we go. I believe that when we start to date, we must do some self-preservation. We must evaluate ourselves first before we can try to see who we want to date and what do we bring to the table. And if we can't find that match to some degree, we shouldn't go above and beyond that. But also. Know who this individual is. Ask the pertinent questions from the very beginning. Um, not a joy kill, but ask the questions that will either do a deal breaker or you could deal with that. Because a lot of people take on things, take baggage that they shouldn't be carrying. So I think that look at the baggage that person is bringing, male or female, and see if you're ready to swallow that. But if you're not, you need to say that at the door. Time is that essence, and I don't think it should be wasted on anybody. Um, desperate people see desperado women and men. People can seek out desperate. They, they see desperate. Even though you'd be like, I'm not desperate, I'm not desperate. But men and women can see people desperate. By the certain actions that women and men carry, you look desperate. Or you want to say thirsty. But we must understand that we must look at ourselves first. And then we can approach that man or female properly because they can see who we are from the door. If uh, we need it. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait, one second. I'm trying to take some questions. Are you coaching or you asking questions? Oh, you- no, 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 I'm sorry. She's from Philly. She said, I got a word for y'all. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. I, 
What was the question? I'm sorry. Well, my 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 question was, why do we jump ahead of the game? Why do we we need to look? How come women and men don't look first and and ask questions and say, you know what? Good, some things are just eye candy, you know. So we have to know. I mean, I I, I just think that dating and being able to understand who you are. And understand who that individual is is important before you can move forward. And and knowing who you are, that's my question. Why don't people do self-preservation, self-preservation first, and understand that you're not going to bring everything to the table that that individual needs, and they're not going to bring everything that you need. But there's balance. We need balance. How come we can't have balance? Look, thank you so much. We're going to go ahead and answer that question, but I appreciate you for giving us a call, appreciate okay? You, Jen. Thank you, guys. I listen to you all the time. Love you. So, so, so I believe she was basically asking self-preservation. Why yeah, don't we, <laughs> first of all, she gave the question and the answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was not a real question. Philly style, baby. Philly right. style. Philly, Philly, style. Philly style up in here. Big shout out to everybody calling up in here. Yeah. Y'all shout see... out to everybody listening to the show. We love that for real. No, really. We really, really do. And, and guys, again, we want to engage you guys and be able to give you as much value as, as we possibly can and bring you guys in to speak to our experts. It's going to be one of the best ways to do so. Make sure when you come up in here, you mute your actual call that you got it on and you come ready with your question. We're going to give you the answers. Come with your question. Yeah. But Matter of fact, hit us up with the with name, where you from, question. That's Boom. it. That's really all we need. I like That's it. really all we need for y'all. Let's and, get one more in. And we're going to take, we're going to go ahead and take one more. And while we're waiting on that call real quick, I want to do a shout out to Larry Love Jr., Larry, see, Larry Love, man. See, <laughs> ladies, D- Dr. Nicole and Crystal, Larry Love is one of our, our single uh, bachelors. bachelors. Yeah, he, he, lo- he loves Larry. the show. Yeah. But I can tell Larry, he done had some, some relationship issues in the past. He so You can tell by the comments. Yeah, I think Larry got some issues with some trust. But Larry says, uh, relationships are, are so hard at times. It's going to be hard for me to give up my peace as a single man. I just don't want to waste my time in a committed relationship. So let's, let's turn that into a, let's turn that into a question. Um, Do you find that, that most men are feeling like Larry, they don't want to waste time. Are there, is, what, what kind of fear or, or what do you think the issue is? If, if you can try to identify issue just from that comment, that comment, he don't want to waste his time in a committed relationship. It sounds good on the surface, but it's so much under that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's surface when you're hearing somebody say, I don't want to waste my time. Um, how are you using your time in a productive way that's going to create the relationship you want? Because what you're hearing is avoidance. You're hearing pain. You're hearing fear. Trauma. You're hearing trauma. That's what that statement is saying. So if you don't want to waste your time, agreed then how are you using your time to best be able to prepare and to best be able to do your work so that you don't move into trauma-driven situations because you haven't healed? Yeah, because I think it's clear if anybody's listening to this, it's either they are in a current relationship, they're looking to improve, or they are single looking to get themselves right for a future relationship. So I think it's fair to say, Larry, if you are, it sounds like you pretty much, I mean, just if you listen to the show, it sounds like you're interested in the relationship, but what do you guys think that, that men can do? Like, what's the main thing that a man can do if he, you know, he's really interested in a relationship, 
but he's just like, man, I don't want to get myself involved with somebody that's not the actual one. It's not about the other person. Mm. We always want to focus on who we're dating. Mm. Focus on you because everywhere you go, you You go. go. Everywhere you go. Have you ever tried to show up to the mirror and you didn't show up? Mm. We're not talking about the other person. We're talking about you. So we always say for men, man, if you want to be a free man, get therapy. All the things you're afraid of incarcerating you in some way, if you get therapy, game changer. Mm -hmm. You're afraid you're going to choose the wrong one. Get therapy. You will start trusting your decisions and making decisions not based on trauma, but based on your manhood and who you want to build with. You won't prematurely sabotage things that you build. Men don't sabotage what they build. So in order to work in tandem with the vision that you have for your life and with the purpose that you've been given by God, you're going to need some support and some help. And freedom is an internal mind shift. You can be incarcerated and have a free mind. You could be physically incarcerated Mm. and have a free mind because freedom is an internal mind shift. Right. Right. So, you know, your comment, Larry, says that um, you have fear of being incarcerated in a relationship, which means you probably had a relationship in the past where you did not feel that you had peace in your home or peace in your relationship because you brought that up. So doing your work makes all the difference because we can't change another person and you're, you will never find a perfect person. Yep. All that you can do is make sure that you are in a healthy space to relate to others. And when energy is transferable, when you are out in the world and your energy is negative and your energy is saying what you don't want, you attract that very thing. Versus when you have a mindset of freedom and you are giving out light and you're shining, it's so attractive. That's why confidence is sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Confidence in a man and a woman is extremely mm-hmm. sexy because the energy is the energy says, I feel good about myself. I have I value myself. I feel good. Right. Right. And that's what it projects and you attract. And first of all, here's what I want everybody to do. Because we're about to do something very special for the hardly initiated audience. But first, I want to get these likes up, y'all, because it's a lot of people in here. We had close to 500 people up in here, and we only got 200 likes. So when we hit 300 likes, I want to do something very special for our audience. So I don't care if you're just listening, you're watching these dishes. Go ahead. <laughs> gr- look, like this video right now. The thumbs up, too, not up. the heart, the thumb. The thumb, I need you to press that thumb right now it's going up too. i want to see that and in the meantime can i give a shout out real quick because we just had something phenomenal happen okay go ahead i've been watching hey you there just joined the membership i've been watching her for a minute wow he, he been testing out. i think she was on the fence for a minute participate in that chat and uh yo we appreciate you for finally giving us a chance to rock out with you so thank you so much welcome 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 to the family oh and i'm gonna drop <laughs> those books real quick too again Guys, if you just click the link in the library, all of the books that we discuss are usually going to be in there. So you got The Masculine in the Relationship by G.S. Youngblood. This is for the men. 
you got Way of the Superior Man by David Dita, and then you got Kingdom Warrior, uh, Kingdom Warrior Magician Lover, which pretty much talks about the four phases of manhood. I forgot who it was by, but it's a really great book. All those book are, books are great for men and men who want to be in healthy relationship with women because women are extremely dynamic and y'all are completely different from us. <laughs> and y'all are a lot sometimes. Let's be real. And let me, and, and I, I, I want to ask this actually. It was funny. Um, Ryan stopped by the house um, yesterday. And as I'm walking him uh, by my spies, I'm walking him back to his car. I live on the belt line. We got stopped <clears throat> on the belt line. By a brother, I think he was like in his 50s, man. His 60s. He was in his 60s. He stopped us. A man for 30 years. And I'm talking about, was a huge fan of the show. Nice. And uh, nice. stopped us to tell us that, man, he, you know, he loved the show. We just wanted to talk to us about it and I share like that. everybody that loves the show. And what he stated was, he has a daughter. And it's funny, we didn't see him. It was like, okay, so yeah, how, how's your daughter doing? She's, is she married? He was like, sure, sure. He started doing that. You know what somebody started doing? He's like, he's like, he started hitting nose. And we're like, you know, what, what you mean? What's, what's going on? He's like, man, she got, she started hitting it again. Start beatboxing. And we, 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 I mean, like, what, what's going on with her? I mean, like, you know, where, where is she? She's like, he, he lives in New York. You know, she's an attorney, but, you know. He just wouldn't stop. And we, we, got, we still digging deep. You're like, yeah, I mean, like, but, but why you say that? Well, I mean, what, why, why didn't you think, you know, she wants to get married? He's like, no, she wants to get married. He said, I just don't think that she's marriageable right now. Mm-hmm. And through further, through him explaining this, he explained that she is not only a very busy attorney, mm-hmm. but she also is a woman who is a big traveler as well. So if she's not busy working a very busy schedule, she's traveling all over the place. She's, you know, not really in a place where she's very stable to date, I would say, or or court or court very consistently with the mm-hmm. schedule. And also because of kind of, you know, her place in life, she it almost he almost hinted at this delusion and she kind of feels like she doesn't understand sacrifice. He was like, yeah, she even believes that he <laughs> was funny. He, said, he was like, yeah, she even believes that she flies all over the place that just because you know, if she marries a man, she's going to be able to have, be even more free and fly even more all over the world. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's hitting it all over again. And this is a brother who's been married for a very long time. So I'm interested to know, for the ladies who are, I just want to, let's talk about the ladies who are very busy and might even be the big travelers, like the busy schedule, the nomadic ladies that's moving around. Would you say that to be more serious about dating or finding love, they might need to stay put. They might need to actually comb back on maybe some of the travel or vacation to be more engaged in their local city to seriously find love. Is is that something that y'all might you might recommend to a woman with that lifestyle? Where you spend your time and what you nurture shows what your commitment is to whatever that is. Sounds like she's committed to seeing the world. She's committed to certain things that she feels she does well. Because men are like this too. Men will often do what they feel they can do well. What they don't Mm. often recognize is they do it well because they're practicing it. 
So they're learning the ins and outs of that thing. They're learning how that thing moves and, and has its being, how it's fixed, how it's tweaked. So it's not that you're not good at relationships. You don't have any practice at it. Mm-hmm. You're good mm. at this because it's where you spend your time. It's where you're getting affirmed. Oh, Ryan is the best leader ever. Man, he's done so much with our team. He's, I mean, we're all getting bonuses. You're being affirmed in that space in part because that's where you're building muscle. That's true. So what we say to the women that we coach and and try to help them recognize a lot of the things you don't think you're good at, it's not really factual. You've not invested enough to understand how it works and what works to be able to be good at it. Mm. And and. She's not, mm-hmm. it sounds like she is not making dating a priority. Right. So we, we've, we have, uh, we have a client that uh, says she wants to date. Right. And she's sharing with us that, you know, she checked her, her messages from the dating site. She hadn't checked in a long time mm-hmm. and she sees where some guys had reached out to her and it had been weeks and she had not responded because she was so busy. Wow. And so our response was, it sounds like it's not a priority priority for you. Mm. Now you're saying that dating is a priority, right? Right. Yes. So if dating is a priority and you've done the work to put yourself in the space to meet eligible, uh, uh, eligible candidates, right? Eligible suitors and gentlemen, and gentlemen callers, and they are reaching out to you and you're not responding then the signal is you're not interested and it's not a priority for you. So you've got to look and readjust your priorities and determine if this is something you're truly committed to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes look at why it's not a priority. Men will say sometimes too, I'm not trying to do that right now. Why? Why are you not trying to do that, but you're trying to do all these other things? A lot of times if you go deeper, it's because you don't think you're going to be successful at it. Mm. You feel like you're going to be hurt. You feel like you're going to get stuck. You feel like you're not going to choose the right person. You feel like you're going to be used. You've got a lot of reasons why you are choosing to make other things a priority and not make this a priority. And a lot of things we do as successful women too are self-soothing. Yes. The travel, right? You work hard. You are spending all your time at work. You are the Olivia Pope at home, at work, everywhere, right? (laughs) And you self-soothe with traveling and shopping and all those things. And you feel as though, I don't have time to wait for somebody else. Nobody checks on me. No, There's no man that's calling to see what I need. So I'm just going to take care of my own need. And so it's a self-soothing mechanism that deprioritizes what you're actually looking for. Because you don't leave room for anybody to do it for you because you do it for yourself. So Mm. we help women readjust cat-like behavior. Mm -hmm. Cat-like behavior. Yes. Cat-like behavior. Cats are independent. They lick themselves clean. They don't really. They don't need you to walk them. They don't, right? Right. You know, in Mm. in a way of um, needing a whole lot. They do a lot for themselves. So we're like, let's unlearn some of that cat-like behavior that was created because of necessity, right? Mm -hmm. Created because of injury, created because of disappointment, 
and and covenants that are like, I'm never doing that again. Mm -hmm. So let me now figure out how to care for all of my needs to a certain degree. And we're like, well, a lot of that is is just going to keep you isolated. I find that that women who, you know, kind of go along that path, eventually they start to really identify as the rich auntie. Like they kind of embrace it and, you know, is they put it on social media and they kind of state it. But from I mean, I, I have a rich auntie and she she's not happy. Yeah, it's a persona. Yeah, it's a mask. Right. It's the rich auntie mask. Everybody. I mean, everybody calls her for everything. Mm-hmm. For all the money. Yeah. All the, you, you. Oh, yeah. You, I, I met yours. Oh, yeah. She's definitely the rich auntie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. I just a- hit up. we have so many women in our tribe that wear that mask um and it's not um a, a happy place it really isn't when nobody calls to check on you you only receive text messages when people need, need something, something or calls when they because they don't even give you the courtesy of a call anymore you just get a text message to borrow some money yeah. right or to fix something and it's not a happy place to be when nobody nobody calls to see how you're doing and if you need something but it's a mask that we get really practiced in wearing and we get affirmed we get affirmed for wearing that mask and let me let me add one in there too because this is where it can get really toxic where you haven't been getting what you want so long that you just deny that you want it all together absolutely oh yeah and see I see that happen so much, especially, man, let me tell you, it's been so many times that, you know, because over the past few years, we've been really learning Mm -hmm. in this space. And it really made me just deal with certain women differently. Like, I just, I just dealt with a lot of women differently. And because you, you, you know, me and Ryan talked about our casual experience, like us dating casually. I I find myself, yeah, you know, I I find myself now in today's day dating a lot less casually. I'm dating a lot more seriously at this point. But when I was dating casually, when I knew, like, when my mind now better understood the right mindset of attracting the right person, I started really noticing some of the hypocrisies and a lot of the things that ladies will say. Because there'll be some young women, when we talking about what we want, you know, we'll be like, oh, I want marriage. I want this. I want that. And I'll be sitting right in front of them. And they'll be like, what you want? And at the time, whether it was like a year and a half back, I'll be like, I don't want a serious right now. I'm casual. And I'll notice they'll start shape-shifting what they want to still be able to fit in that conversation and be able to stay in a relationship with me. Mm. And that's when I realized, I was like, fellas, y'all, trust me, y'all don't have to lot of people. You don't have to lot of women. Because it's really sad. Most women will really adjust what they want. And it was one young lady in particular got so bad. She literally tried to convince me that what she had just told me she wanted, she didn't really want that much because she wasn't really ready for it. Wow. Like literally she was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I know I I do want a marriage marriage, but I I don't really have time for it right now because I'm focused on building this and I'm focused on building that. And I really even had to call her out. I was like, what you're saying is very dangerous right now. Yeah. Because like you're literally lying to yourself to be able to get what you wanted. Because she probably wanted what she had in front of her right there at that moment. Yeah. But at the cost of something way greater. Yeah. And I remember hitting her with this. I had her with a line of question. That was crazy. I, I caught up. She was. I said, okay. So let me ask you this. 
do you believe that if you get a long-term partner who's qualified, I know you're busy, I know you're busy, mm-hmm. but if you happen to find somebody, a long-term quality partner, do you believe you'll be a better woman? She said, absolutely, I do. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So this thing you're building, that you spend all your time building, that you're so busy building, do you think with a great partner, you could still build it? Absolutely, I could still build it. Because if it's the right man, he going to help me do this, he going to help me do that. Okay. Do you think that that man that will slow you down at any point to building to this thing, Absolutely not. Then a the light bulb just went off. She was like, okay, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, okay, Ty. But I say that because it may be some of y'all ladies in here that's doing that same thing. Yeah. Not lying to yourselves about what you want because it ain't working. Always claim it on what you want, even if it sounds scary, even if you have not had success at it before. Keep it real with yourself. Right. So you could hold yourself accountable. So you could keep, you know, be honest. Even when you out of line, at least know that you out of line. Yeah. But do, do you feel worthy of what you want? Mm. That's a that's a real question. Do you feel worthy of what you want? Mm-hmm. Worthiness gives you permission to want what you've not yet experienced, to want what's going to build legacy and to believe that the actions that you are putting forward can actually create that. When you don't feel that you're worthy, the other person gets to go first Mm. in telling you what you can have, in telling you what you should expect. You've got to go first for yourself. That's what part of what doing your work gives you is the ability to offload so much that's probably been inherited from other people that often weren't trying to do you harm, but they had their own injuries. So as hurt people, they hurt you. Mm. Now you walk around with all that inside your body. So let me say this to men and women. If you've not talked about your trauma, our folks say some of the strangest things to us. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm not talking to nobody about that. Mm. If you haven't talked about it, it's still in your body. Everywhere you go, it goes with you. And it doesn't matter if you get a new purse. Doesn't matter if you get a new car. Doesn't matter if you get a new house. Mm. Everywhere you go, it goes with you because it's still inside. You haven't talked about it to let it out. So it's still navigating and managing a whole lot of stuff that it shouldn't have the power to just because you're not willing to create an advisory board that can help you figure out what's not serving you. Ooh, you cannot run. You cannot hide. It is right inside. And listen, y'all better get these likes up. Because yeah, what about, I'm about, about to do, 20 away. About 20 away. let me tell you, first of all, I'm, listen, if y'all are open and just only if y'all are open, if y'all are open to getting blessed, I want y'all to put the word bless in the chat right now. I want to see the word bless go in the chat right now. If y'all want Dr. Nicole and Miss Crystal to bless the hardly initiated family more. right here. <laughs> Yeah, we have 500 people in the Put chat right now. Put the likes in. Yes. Welcome in here. Put bless in the chat right now if y'all want to do this. Bless, bless, And bless, I want to see these likes pile it. up. 
Love it. And just briefly, we, I'm about to open 300. it up. I'm about to open it up for subscribers just briefly. Yes. Because I like to look out for my members, but I'm going to open the, open the chat oh up to God. everybody. It's Anybody who subscribes. Ooh, she put, hey, shout out to y'all. Y'all show, always showing love. Shout out to Yali, man. Shout out to Yali. Drop that super chat. She says, bless. That's a special one. We are four one. likes the way. Shout out to I my girl, JJ. She says, oh, yeah. She says, hey, this Yali. Is, hey, JJ. Hey, JJ. JJ says, this is for my aha moment. Self-soothe. self self-soothing but was pretty much thing that's blown away mm. so i think a lot of a lot of ladies and men having an aha moment tonight mm. you know what and um i just wanted to say real quick because I, I agree with y'all you know after we had that show y'all check the description guys the show that we did with y'all was very powerful Thank how you. to know the man is serious i started you know started to started to pick up different things on things i already listened to so I listen to Joe Rogan. You know, he's actually one of the guys I look up to in this podcast space. And, you know, I'm not sure how y'all feel about that. And um, he was talking about Hugh Hefner. And he was saying that, you know, Hugh Hefner died at 80 some odd years old and everybody thinks he lived this great life, which he was a very disciplined man in some regards. Right. He built this, this wonderful business. But he's like, yo, he probably had a most miserable life. You know, and he says that the reason he says that is because out of all the things he was so great at, the discipline that he didn't pick up was discipline in relationships. Because yes. he says that people don't understand, especially as men and women, that a relationship is is uh, not just a commitment, it's a discipline. Mm -hmm. He's like talked about how he done jujitsu for all his life. And he talked about he compared his relationship to the exact same thing. And he says because he thinks of it as a discipline, mm -hmm. he operates in a completely different way. Mm. So what are y'all, what are y'all thought general thoughts about that? Oh, wait, wait Tashana is ready. Yeah, it's go, ahead, like, go ahead, go ahead. Listen, I mean, we start. told the people at 300. We did. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's keep our word and do what we said we was gonna do because we are a platform of integrity. <laughs> so what we're gonna do, we got so many blessings. We're gonna bless crazy. they still putting the word blessing here. Wow. So we will bless you guys. Because, yes, Harley Initiated has strategically made sure we have partnered with these wonderful, amazing coaches to be able to get y'all to the next level. And I want y'all to put them on game yeah. on what y'all, what the, the amazing community y'all have put together for, for our people. Well, yeah. we are the yummy girls. The yummy <laughs> girls, right? I like the yummy girls. Eat those in my yes. life. <laughs> but yummy is an acronym, ladies, for your ultimate, most meaningful, meaningful yet. yet. Right? There's a lot of good things you can do in the world, but are you living your yummy life? life? Are you in your yummy relationship? Are you on your yummy career journey? So we are focused on helping women unbind and unleash their ultimate potential to live their yummy life and we have a yummy membership phenomenal yeah. group of women from all over the nation that have come together and we are focused on spiritual we do prayer meditation mm. we do self-care we have an amazing community of not just women ladies but women who can do for you what, what you, you do, do for, for everybody, everybody else. else. Now that's powerful right there. Think right. about that. <laughs> Thank you. I like that, Lano. I like that. that. Women that can see through your sexy excuses. Damn. Okay? Because the smarter we are, the more brilliant you are, the sexier your excuses are. But when you are in a community of sisters that are like-minded... They can call you out on your sexy excuses. They can help you do your work. We create a safe space where these women can come together and shine their light. And mm -hmm. what's most powerful about our community 
is we don't dim in our community. Mm. If you got a hundred watt light bulb, we need it turned all the way up because in the world today, we often are walking around with a hundred watt light bulb that's dimmed down to 10%. Mm. Cause I'm afraid what you might think. Because you might think that, oh, she thinks she got this and and you're all that, right? So we dim our light. We set ourselves on fire to keep other people warm. In our community, we want you to turn your light all the way up. And it's game changing. We are seeing women, like we said, get in relationships, build the families, have babies that they wanted. We are seeing women leave corporate America and start the businesses that they want. We are seeing women grow in corporate America, invest in their leadership, take the next steps to move forward, get out of their comfort zones and make the sacrifices necessary to get to the next level. I love that. I like that. Too. What, 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 what is the, you said it, it, it come with a few classes. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. First off, we, we know we know what it come with. We're going to let them say it because this is the thing. Yes. Guys, we've been searching like night and day. No, really? To find the right people to partner with. And to bring this experience, this community to our at a high level. Yes, because this thing, me and Tyshawn can do a lot of things, but transformation when it comes to this level, especially for the ladies. Yeah, we we just not equipped. But but y'all, y'all got the juice. Yeah. So 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 let them know some of the some of the uh, the 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 live classes that y'all holding in this this community. So you know we create a safe space for you to get the tools many of them that you didn't even know that you needed. And what we say is what we bring into the conversation is not stuff that you're going to maybe need. It's stuff that you will absolutely need. And will you have them when you need them? Right. It's the type of stuff that's going to move you out of, you know, we've had women who've said, I haven't dated in years. I want to date, but I haven't dated. And we're like, all right, let's go. Let's get into the deep end of the pool on this in a safe way that doesn't compromise your safety, compromise who you are, but starts to get you some practice Mm -hmm. at creating the life that you want. To be able to come together with amazing women to pray and meditate every other week virtually where you don't have to leave your bed, but you are freeing your mind and you are creating the spiritual foundation fortifying that foundation to be able to create the business and the relationships that you really deserve to Mm -hmm. be able to have self-care sessions where you're coming together and you're like, you know what? I haven't been on my list in a long time. Mm. So it's affected me in some ways. Listen, when you're not on your list, it's hard to be uh, sexy. Right. And let me tell y'all ladies, I mean, they giving y'all live classes with an amazing community of women, a ton of resources, workbooks. I mean, it's truly incredible. And I'm ready to drop this thing, man, because I know. I mean, so so being in a space where you're with women who see you Mm -hmm. and you're with coaches who can hold you accountable to your highest and your best in business and relationships, because you don't want to just be successful in one. You want to be successful in the total relationship is what we say. Your relationships at work with your boss, with your colleagues in leadership, your relationship with your siblings, your parents as adults, your relationship with romance, anything that has not been a narrative that you want to celebrate, let's shift it. Let's turn it up. 
and let's turn things around. So what we're able to do is bring women into our community and fill you up so you live from the saucer. Ooh. And, Your and game you know, is from the saucer, not yeah. from the cup anymore. It's crazy. And let's just be let's just be honest. Some of you listening, we are in our community. Um, we have a hashtag. I am she. I am she. When you hear something that we say, somebody, one of your sisters says that resonates with you, it's I am she. She stands for service, service humility, humility, and excellence. Because mm. that's the woman that we serve, right? And let's just be honest, ladies. Some of us just need a new circle of friends. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) You just need a new circle of friends. You've got friends that have been, that have a shared past with you, but do they have a shared future with you? Are they on the same track with you? Can they have those conversations that are safe to have and you know you'll never hear it again? Right? Can they call you out on your stuff? Can they share? Can they be vulnerable and give you the permission to be vulnerable? This is a new circle of friends, and our women come from all over the world, actually. And it's just amazing to see what happens in that space. We have the conversations that you can't have anywhere else. The anticipation is crazy. What do these women got to do to get get, (laughs) What what, what we got to do? That's a fact. What we got to do? We need y'all to drop the link for the Yummy membership. I'm going to drop the link. Okay, y'all. So we're going to drop the link, and I think it's it's something even more special because y'all know we 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 don't play about our personal development yeah. here on a Harley Initiated platform, and obviously with this kind of invest with this kind of group, you're gonna be it's an investment. But I think I think we're gonna take care of our people, right? Can can we please take care of our Harley Initiated family, please? Absolutely, absolutely. Because one of the things we know is that as a as a as a people, we're not cultured in investing in ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's still new, right? It's, it's still, still new. new. It's yeah. still new. So our membership program it comes with these are virtual calls but they're live dr nicole and i are on there we have an amazing group of coaches that are serving these women so you get the bi-weekly self-care meditation you get i mean prayer and meditation bi-weekly self-care you get a group call with dr nicole and i where we're focused on building the tools to uh, enhance your career or your business Mm. you get a treasure trove of resources in what we call our vaults Right. Mm-hmm. We've got a yummy vault. You get access to all our videos. You get uh, workbooks. You get um, assessments, tools. Mm-hmm. It, it's so many resources in here. You get you get a digital course on relationships. It's so many tools. It's an abundance okay. of resources in here. Right. And it's and whether it's, you're in a relationship or you're single. Absolutely. Relationship or single. It is three ninety seven a month for Ryan and Tyshawn. We had a strong arm on. Uh oh. Always strong arm. <laughs> <laughs> What's that gonna do for the people? What's that gonna do for the people? It is offered at over 50% off, ladies, at $197 Ooh. a month. Let's get it. And for those right. of you who wanna do a, a full 12 month investment, you get even more savings. Yeah. So, Let's y'all, listen, that's, listen, you talk about a therapy budget right there. That's therapy on crack right there. That's to the next level. With all the, I mean, I, I I looked at it, and the first thing I said was, "Yo, Doctor Nicole, can we get this for the men? Because yeah. I want to take care of our men the same way." And We're I mean, it's such a it's such a robust that's such a guy. robust program to put together. I understand, fellas, we gonna take care of you. We got something very powerful coming, but fellas, y'all already know we always complaining about all the things the ladies ain't doing right, all the things that's happening here. So we put something together for the sisters, all right, yeah. and ladies. 
Y'all better listen. Please take action because that will be a blessing to you in your life. Because I trust I've met Dr. Nicole and Ms. Crystal, and everything that y'all see through the screen is even better in real life. Well, see, what they don't know is a secret is that we had a meeting, it was an impromptu meeting. Yeah, because we we have been developing a relationship with y'all for some time, and then um we randomly ran into each other. And I, I think it was random, like random, not random, random, not random, ran into right. each other, and at, we, the, Black at the yep at the Black Effect Podcast Festival, and uh, we started a conversation, and we told you that we pretty much had decided to go dark. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, y'all was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> We gotta have y'all got like look, look, we're gonna take y'all like y'all took actually took us out. Yeah. And uh, I think that probably began like a, a mentorship type of relationship um mm -hmm. with, with you guys mentoring us. And uh we probably hung out for a few hours. Yeah. And pretty much Miss Crystal was like, Look, I'm gonna pray for y'all because <laughs> I know y'all do not need to do that. This yeah. is higher and, than that. Yeah, and you said you told us that we yeah. had a, a, a much bigger purpose than where yeah. we was gonna go. Yeah, and um I remember when I when I text you. And I was like, yeah, like, okay, we we good now. We good. Yeah. We on a straight and narrow. Straight yeah, narrow. Yeah, yeah. Cause we almost went real crazy with it. And, and um, we 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 glad we didn't. And this this is I'm glad for sure. No, nah, facts, because but, everybody's here and everybody's, you know, um been, you know, getting the transformations, us included, with um all the conversations that we've been having yeah. that we need to have and we're gonna continue to have. And, you know, we want to also equip y'all, especially the family, with the resources yes. that y'all need to have. Because it's one thing to have conversations. is another thing to actually put the tools in place to really change your life. It's okay. game changing. And to know what the tools are and what science is saying about it. Yeah. Right? You know, there are a lot of people out here that are saying a whole lot of stuff. And you're like, I don't know who to believe. I don't know what to believe. And we're like, okay, there's there's got to be a bridge between the science of what works the spiritual uh, direction and guidance and wisdom, because this phone is pretty smart, but it's not wise. Right. There's a difference, right? And being able to speak into the lives of women who are really like, I want something different. And I know I'm being called to something different. I just don't know how to get there. Yeah. So one of the things that I love about our community is that it's maskless. A lot of us have been wearing masks for so long that we're like, we don't even know how heavy it is. Mask plural. And Ryan, plural. if you can, masks. drop yeah. that link one more time. And what I want you to do actually, Ryan, because I actually really like that question that you did ask prior, because I actually do want to kind of get back to the conversation as well. Yeah. Because y'all, look, take action. It's there. It's going to be in the description and it's going to be in the chat. We're going to keep putting it in there for you guys to access it. And for the people tonight, y'all, we actually got the promo code. The promo code is what now? Hardly initiated. Hardly initiated is the promo code to get over 50% off. And that is for my people on the Hardly Initiated video tonight. Y'all take action on that. Yeah. But you asked a really good question, Ryan, about um, it was about uh the Hugh Hefner and yeah. him being potentially depressed and dissatisfied and the discipline aspect. How Joe Rogan actually saw his relationship as a discipline, which I thought was actually kind of dope. But what was your question though? Because you actually you actually asked a really good question. Do you remember? Because I kind of want to go. I want to go there. Yeah, I I, I got to think about it. I got to think about it. To be honest with you. Okay, um, it's cool. It's cool. Don't worry about listen, it. Listen, I just want the ladies to know that this is different. 
like yeah. we because we've you know we've had other people on the show and we trust the other people anytime we we you know have something for our audience but this mm-hmm. is different because we are going to be continuously working with you guys and how to make the community better so one of the things because we guys we've talked to our members we've talked to countless people that we run into and again and again they have presented things with us that I know Tyshawn and I are not equipped to handle. Yeah. And one of the things that I really like that, you know, the people we spoke to have stated is like, hey, look, they like first thing is like, I, especially the women, they're like, oh, I know you can't help me with this. Mm-hmm. But from what I see from y'all, I do trust y'all to bring the right people into my life to be able to help me with this guidance. Absolutely. And so this is something that we're not just doing this, this one time thing. We're going to see them back again and again and again on the show we're going to be regularly communicating with dr nicole and crystal about how to improve these things and yep. we uh especially once we get our members active in the community mm-hmm. we are going to be sharing the transformations that are happening so i do want to let you know that i really appreciate you all for giving us the opportunity to work Thank with you, you all and uh we trust these ladies like i said these ladies at this point are mentors to us and um you know we trust they're gonna take care of y'all so please Join the community, especially if you pretty much are identifying with all the things that they're saying. Yeah. And um, we're going to have to figure out how to take care of the guys as well. But this, for the ladies, we finally figured this piece out, yeah. which is a major portion of our audience, over 60% of our audience. So um, please join that membership. And um, I think the question, I don't know the question. Let's just move on to the next thing. I just, I just <laughs> want to say we appreciate you your guys. trust. Yeah. We appreciate, I love that you are pouring into the community. And this is what we talked about at the table that night, right? Mm -hmm. You're giving resources for the guys and for the ladies books. It's so important. The inputs that we receive, because you can listen, you guys could be listening to anybody tonight, but you're listening to us. right? Right. And what you see in what you are experiencing here is a conversation of mutual respect, and honor for one another. There's no contempt, right? We are sitting here and we are sharing. We have an open, safe dialogue. And that's what we believe in as a community. So we have shared um, mutual interests and we are committed to serving you in humility and excellence, which is I am she. And for the ladies who make this investment in yourself, it's immediate access. You will immediately receive access to the Yummy Portal where you can start doing your work because that's what it comes down to. You are the guarantee you've been looking for. We give you the keys to help unlock that. And, you know, it's based on our Yummy method, right? So, again, Yummy is an acronym, your ultimate, most meaningful yet. But what we figured out was you had to have a liberated mindset. So, Often our mind is set on what we've been taught, what we've seen, and often it's not what we want to duplicate, but we don't know how to create a different pathway. So what we figured out is how to help you have a mind shift so that what you activate in your life is going to help you move to the next level and you'll experience accelerated growth. You'll experience acceleration in the outcomes that are most meaningful to you. And then you'll do it over again and you'll do it over again. And you're just going from next level to next level to next level in community with like-minded women who, again, we can't say it enough, who can do for you what you do for everybody else. And we know what you do for everybody else. 
most of you are in everybody's top five. <laughs> for everything. For everything. Mm-hmm. They're like, call her if you need crisis management. Call her if you need a reunion plan. Whatever it is. You need call, to borrow some money. Yeah. <laughs> call them. Right. But who can you call? I, I want you know, that's, that's such a good point. I think we kind of got into this the last time with, with, with our last show. But I, I want to speak to the people on here now. Because I, I keep seeing this as a consistent conversation, and I don't think we got it right yet. Okay. But what would you say might be the number one reason? I hear this a lot in the space. Her picker is off, right? What would you say might be the number one reason a woman's picker is off as it relates to the men that she brings or that she brings into her life? The first step in our method is liberation for a reason. Mm-hmm. It is liberation for a reason. That's the first step in what? In, in the yummy methodology. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So everything starts with having a liberated mindset. You don't even know half the times why you do some of the things that you do, but a lot of what you do is anchored to how you see certain information how it's received and how you respond to it. Mm -hmm. So what we talk about is your picker is not off. You have a mindset that is drawing where you are. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like where you are, you got to shift. But often shifting takes community. Because if you could do it by yourself as achievement oriented as so many women are, you would have done it by now. Mm -hmm. Mm. And that's not shade or shame. Right. We all need community. You only know what you know. You don't know what you, you don't, don't know. We all need community. So, when, for example, real example, when we talk to women about what the research says about four of the top predictors of divorce, they often sit there and say, I had no idea. I had no idea what those were. I didn't even know that existed. So you're trying to tell me that contempt, you know, what we used to make fun of when we rolled eyes and we're like, and you're blowing off the other person. You're trying to tell me that that's one, like number one predictor of divorce. Contempt. Contempt. Mm-hmm. Number this one is, predictor. This is what and give me, what, wait, what exactly is contempt? So for disregard people like me, for another person. Disregard, disregard for mm. them. So you know that look when you like, don't listen to your daddy. He don't know what he's talking when about. When you're being dismissive. Yes. And folk are like, huh? So this is what we're saying. A lot of it is not that you're not doing it well because you're bad at it. A lot of it is you're not doing it well because you don't know what you don't know. And it's something that you may have learned. Maybe you saw that in your household with your parents, Mm. right? And it's a normal thing in your household and in your family structure. But it is the number one predictor of divorce. And you may be saying, well, it's better than having an argument. No, it's not. Oh. Right? But these are things that we often learn. A lot of people say, I don't want to have the type of relationship my parents had. I love them. I respect them. But I, I want something a little different. I hear that all the time. Right? Mm-hmm. We hear it all the time. But where did you learn how to do relationships? From mm-hmm. your parents. That's no shade to them. But honestly, when we bet on ourselves 
and we recognize I'm the guarantee that I've been looking for. I just need some different tools, a different group of friends, and the opportunity to practice in a safe place where I'm not going to be judged. For less than dinner and a movie a, a month? <laughs> <laughs> conversation right? And mm. a transformation in the life that I want to have? Yes. Come on now. Come on. Give yourself a chance. So the reason they pick her off is because it's where they are in their life. It's always about you. And, and when you, you say when you where they are in their life, that's not money, right? No. Because you can have that's some mindset. money. It's mindset. Where is your mind set? And is the dial that it's set on going to get you what you want or get you what you don't want? So it's not it's not that dating is just bad in Atlanta. That's not what it is. It's your mind. It's your mind. Now, is that true? Now, let me ask you this. Is it true that it could be better to like, for example, is there some truth that Atlanta's not a good city to date in? Yes. Hmm? Oh, so that it, there, there, yes. there, there can be some truth Culture to that. Culture can affect just like Ryan shared about the 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 community uh in Japan, right? With the with the centurion. Yeah. Right. Okinawa, Japan. Okinawa, Japan. Their community is set right yep. to encourage community fun coming together health, connection everything. health atlanta has a community it, it there's a culture here okay right there's a culture that has been bred and it makes it very difficult for people to date what, what, what's a good city for a woman to find a find a husband in what is a i mean what is a healthy culture like what is a healthy culture because I mean, obviously, we see what an unhealthy culture is, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I think Atlanta is the reason say it's, it's, it's sex culture, right? Mm -hmm. It's hookup culture. Mm -hmm. It's bougie, bad and bougie culture. It's a very worldly culture. Mm -hmm. It's a um, superficial culture. The mask, yeah. Like it's 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 all of those things. Mm -hmm. But but you can find segments in any culture that speak to what you value. Mm -hmm. If you roll with the bad and bougie, then what you get is bad and bougie. Mm -hmm. That's why we're saying you need a new circle of friends. Yeah, And they exist, but you can't align yourself with what you don't want and then wonder why you're getting what you don't want. Mm. Man, yeah, true story. I was in a, in a um, local uh, sports bar here in Atlanta yesterday. And I was telling Nicole about it. I was there with a friend and I told her, I was like, I do not fit in in those spaces. And I think people can look at me and tell that I don't. First fit of all, in. you said sports, but I was like, wait, wait, right. what sports are you at? Right. But, you know, <laughs> just think about it. If there are places where you can go and you know you're not going to attract the quality of what you're looking for. Right. So you're in that you are putting your you're immersing yourselves in environments that culturally is not facilitating healthy connections. See, but the beauty is because you are where you are, you're going to be in that environment and be uncomfortable. Absolutely. Right? Gonna, every week. You're going to go to that same sports well, no, bar every week. Right. But see, you can't. Mm -hmm. No, Because can't. that ain't for you. Yeah. Right. And they don't even sit right with your spirit. Exactly. Yeah. And they exactly. over there dancing and hollering and having a good good old time in that ratchet sports bar. Right. right. <laughs> Feeling right at home in there. But, but that's, isn't that what we talked about yeah. in the last show when we talked about appetite and bait? Yeah. yeah. Right? You, you trying to catch bass and you going where all the catfish are? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
and you using catfish bait, and then you wondering why you catching catfish? Because you catfish. <laughs> <laughs> that right. makes sense. Um, That's what it is, baby girl. Every system is perfectly designed to get the result that it gets. Yeah. If you don't like the result, change the system. Yeah. The result will change. Woo! And that's what we do in our tribe. We just we just change it up. Yeah. And we hold you accountable to what you say you want and love you into making the moves that's going to manifest that in your life. That's huge, bro. Well, who is this Orlando guy, bro? Let me tell you, Orlando is the big homie. That's who I, honestly, he, he the big dog. Orlando, send us a DM, man. You might get a live show. Right. You keep sending these. You keep sending these. He's a big dog because our, our Orlando blessings. just he every time he comes to the chat, he drop a hundred dollars. Oh, that's he awesome. just drop a hundred. <laughs> he just drop hey, listen, yes. Orlando, you really advancing this soundproofing. That's about to go down in this Love studio. That. You see how close I got to be to this mic for it to sound good? Yeah. I'm going to be able to sit back and do a show. Orlando, all Ooh, thanks to you, man. Awesome, I appreciate everybody that goes ahead and send us a super chat. I want to let you guys know, send your super chats in now because these wonderful ladies are not going to be here forever. Okay, we're going to be closing out soon. So y'all better go ahead and send in these super chats now. Send those super chats in with your questions. So I can be able to facilitate them and get them in. Of course, outside the people who join the community, because those who joined the yummy community, you guys will, of course, still be able to tap in. So y'all better not let that opportunity go by. And because we had to, to pull some strings for them to do what they did <laughs> okay. for y'all here today and tonight. Okay. That's Tell the fact. Say that again. Yeah. We did have to pull some strong strings. Shout out to Jonathan, too. He says, may I have a yummy girl, please, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> and so, fellas, what we're going to do for the men... The graduating class of 2023 of Yummy, we will give, give it, the qualified fellas. We will be going about setting you guys up on a Yummy Girl date. Right. 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 Shout out to Yummy sending that super chat in, and, and again, shout out to Orlando, man. That's that's love. That that's really putting us over the top. And um, Tarshan, what, what, what do you think about this? Because I know the ladies are, you know, they gotta just, you know, don't don't have that much time with us, um, you know, before we gotta. You know, let them go to sleep. But yes, are you open to um the 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 listeners deciding what we talk about next between the fear of rejection, fear of failure, and trust issues? What what do you, what you think? Oh my goodness, go ahead. Just go ahead. briefly, go ahead. So look, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and let you guys determine the last couple of things we talk about before we let these beautiful ladies go ahead and get some beauty rest. <laughs> so I just dropped a poll, guys. What should we cover? Should we cover? Trust issues, the fear of failure, or the fear of rejection. We're going to at least cover one of these last and topics. And the poll is in. Shout the out to Anitra up. Alexander. It's coming in, guys. Let's get to 50 votes on this. Because I think because we had about 458 in the chat right now, which is dope. So once we get to 50 votes, I'm going to go ahead and make that decision. And shout out to Anitra. Anitra just dropped that 20-piece, which is much appreciated. Because it's much love. Much love. Knows that every penny counts toward us getting the studio soundproof. So I know y'all might not be able to hear it, guys, but it's a little things that me and Tyshawn just want to get perfect as we do this live and as we uh, go ahead and drop this thing on the live stream on the YouTube. So we are officially at 50 votes. And guys, it looks like, it looks like trust issues. I'm going to stop it. One minute. That was the quickest we ever had 50 votes. One minute, 53, 53 votes. 
they want to talk about trust issues. Mm. I like that one. Yeah, because first of all, the men and the women got trust issues. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's just the culture we live in. Yeah, as a, I mean, just culture. It's oh, yeah, just, it's absolutely. Just lack yeah. of trust altogether. We absolutely. weren't often taught the How right to way to trust. Yeah, Chris Brown told us they ain't loyal. Yeah, that's, uh, right. That's all was based on trust issues. Yeah, it was based on a lot of stuff. But well, back. I don't, you know, we've been taught trust people until they give you reason not to. That's the worst yeah. way to develop trust. We start at a hundred and then we start deducting as people right. show us who they are, right? Mm. We start at a hundred percent trust and start deducting. Terrible way. Terrible. You're gonna have increased um betrayal mm -hmm. you're gonna have increased disappointment you're gonna get into some situations and you're gonna be standing there saying how did i not see this mm -hmm. well you weren't working from the right metric the metric that you want is the one that's been proven by gottman where he talks about worthiness for trust trust worthiness as if it's two words we know that it's not but trustworthiness is what i want to trust you in do i have evidence that you are worthy of trust in that area so i don't grant you with trust because i want to trust you i don't grant you with trust because you're fine <laughs> i grant you with trust because what i want to trust you with I can see that you are worthy of that. I've got data that says, you know what? You do what you say you're going to do. I can see that data. I see consistency of that data. Now, I want to trust you with something that that data says that there is a likelihood that you can handle it. You've shown evidence that you've got some muscle mass in that area versus, no, I'm just going to trust you because I think you're cute. And then when you show that you're atrophied, that your muscle is weak, that you don't have discipline in any of what I want to trust you in, I'm ready to call you names. I'm ready to tell people that you dogged me. I'm ready to say all this stuff when the truth of the matter is I didn't have any reason to trust you with that. And now, but see, here's the issue. That place that you in right now, you take that place to the next relationship. And I think that's where the trust issues come in because now the next person is starting off in a negative, right? Absolutely. In a negative place that they really don't deserve to be in. So I get you saying, don't start somebody off at a hundred percent because they ain't earned a hundred percent, but we shouldn't be starting folks off at negative either Absolutely. because they ain't earned negative. The last do earn negative. Mm -hmm. So where should we, what's a healthy play? Where should we be at, at that beginning starting point? when I first meet somebody to give them a clean slate. Good question. Get to know them and realize your power. Mm -hmm. I can be very good at making sure that I am not betrayed. If I use the right trust metric, the last person that did this to me, I wasn't using the right metric. I may say it's all about them, but truth be told, a lot of the things that I wanted to trust them with, I had no evidence that they could handle what I wanted to trust them with. Mm -hmm. So not that it was my fault. I just had the wrong information. Mm. Now that I have right information, I don't have to look at you negatively. 
because I know how to do this differently. It's a whole lot of power when I know how to do it differently. What makes me look at you negatively is when I'm taking the same tools that didn't work back there into this new situation and I'm looking at you side eye because the truth of the matter is I know I don't have anything different than what I have back there. You're different, but I don't have a different tool. So mm. I'm still working with bubble gum and the back of a shoe. And, you know, one of the things we say in our community is manage yourself. Mm. So coming into a relationship, when you want to come in on, you want to come into a relationship with managed expectations. I have managed my expectations that you are going to show up who you are. And when you show up, and when you show me who you are, I'll believe that. I don't expect you to hurt me. I don't expect you to be a, a, a cheater. I don't expect you to be my husband. I don't expect you to be my lover. I expect you to be who you show me you are. Managing your expectations from the beginning is very important. A lot of times we jump ahead, right? Or we bring trauma that makes us jump ahead of the conversation. And we already have expectations on a very basic level. We just, with whoever we relate to, the basic expectation is do no harm. I'm not going to hurt you. You're not going to hurt me. We go out on this date. I'm going to safely make it back home. Mm -hmm. Right. Other than that, I'm on a date, which means I'm collecting data. Yeah. I'm getting to know you. I'm sharing who I am and I'm learning about you, but I have not already jumped ahead in my mind and I'm sitting there while we eat and thinking, will he be a good father? Will he be a good husband? Will he, is this the man God has for me? No, I'm just getting to know you. I'm just collecting data. Very, very simple. It changes the way we date. And you, you don't want to disrespect the process. It has a process. Dating appropriately has a process. Like Crystal said, I just met you. I should not be thinking, is this coffee date going to manifest in you being my husband? Mm -hmm. I just met you 10 minutes ago. It's that thirsty energy. Mm -hmm. 10 minutes ago. Right? <laughs> or a man that's like, I just met you 10 minutes ago. And I am already deciding who you are or who you're not. That kind of energy is not going to get you in a legacy building position. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think I want to go back and tie it to what Ryan said in the beginning. The number one reason, right, um, why people have fear of commitment is lack of vulnerability. And that's linked to the trust issues as well. We don't communicate. We're not vulnerable. And what happens is when you're not vulnerable, you don't know how to use the tools of boundaries. Mm -hmm. Right. So what you do is you build walls. And when you build walls, you attract predators who want to scale them. They just want to get over the wall. Interesting. Wow. They so, just want to get over the wall. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh, wow. So it's like just, you just become a challenge. Absolutely. Period. Wow. Interesting. Period. Interesting. Okay. I have, oh man, I've been that guy. Right? I have absolutely been the guy who really like, because because you just know, because different guys are in different phases of their life. Mm -hmm. Some guys are literally just on the hunt. Mm -hmm. That's just the reality of the situation. They literally just on the hunt. Low hanging fruit. They're in it for the kill. I mean, it could be high hanging fruit. Mm 
Mm. I mean, just just he just really takes pride in that one. But still, it's just all the hunt. And if you're in a place in your life where you want to legacy build and build long-term relationships, you could be able to sniff out somebody in the hunt if you just have certain conversations. But you got to intentionally be able to, you know, be in a place where you even are asking those questions. And that's the thing. We talked about that too all the time. Like what we should be talking about. We all, we talk about the wrong things when we dating these folks. We not figuring out these folks' values. You're not figuring out what their actual real intentions are. Even though that's something so basic. Mm-hmm. Like it's just the basic stuff we not doing. We talking about what your sign is. We talking about where you work. <laughs> we talking about, you know, what you like to do. Well, if I haven't <clears throat> figured out my values... Looking at you and figuring out your values is not a priority because I haven't figured out mine. Right. So when we start with us, the women in our tribe say it all the time. They're like, I had no idea that I didn't know how to date. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I didn't know how to date. I thought it was looking a certain way and that's it. And And it's so much more to it. Mm. To making sure that you are attracting somebody that's aligned oh. with you. We we, mm. ha- we have a client uh, that, you know, we were talking about self-worth, right? And the number one relationship we have is the relationship with ourselves. And what happens is when you have low self-worth, you've got a song, you got a tune in your mind that's constantly telling you you're not good enough, yeah. you're not valuable, you can't do it, right? And what we will sometimes do is bring in the choir. Mm-hmm. That tune in my in my mind is singing alto. I'm gonna let you bring you in as a tenor. I'm gonna bring <laughs> you in as the bass, wow. right? And so what people around you are doing is helping you sing the song that's already in your head, and you've looked for them. You've attracted them without even knowing it. You have created your own choir that's telling you you're not good enough. Yep. Versus if the song we reprogram. We mind shift. And the song is, I'm valuable, I'm worthy. God created me in his own image. Jeremiah 29, 11, to no prosper plans. me and not yep. to harm me, right? And you start thinking, of, you think differently, you shift. Then you start looking for people that's going to sing that tune. Mm. And you attract people in your life that sing that tune. That's a better song, ladies. That's a better song. You got to change that frequency, baby. Yeah. You got to change that joint. And if they off key. You know it instantly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. If they're off key, it's sing it, the song it, like it, I wrote it, Annie. <laughs> like, That's an inside it, joke. It, it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they laughing at. <laughs> Tina Turner. Yeah. Uh, oh, y'all, y'all for that. Never seen the movie. Oh my. Oh, he's never. Oh seen my god. Oh, y'all gonna be doing that all day with me. Don't even stop. Yeah, we're gonna have to <laughs> yeah. if, if if that is the tune that's playing, anybody that comes along and they're not on the right frequency, you'll know it instantly. Yeah, you off key and you won't justify it. Hold on, ladies. Let me tell y'all, we got but we're gonna end because look, we're gonna end it on some of these questions that we got here because y'all knocked that trust issues out the park. Yes, yeah, if y'all got trust issues, make sure <laughs> just play this back, watch it again. But Ryan, let's get to some of those the, last few in there. I would say watch the whole episode. Again. Watch the whole episode. Get these final super chats in because it is wrapping up. It is final. It is happening. Let's get to it. Shout out to Tiffany Jones who just joined the YouTube channel membership. Tiffany, we appreciate you. 
Shout out to CT Rob who sent over a super chat, which is dope. Rob, we appreciate love, you. Love. Shout out to Nicole. She says, We can't trust everybody. Even salt looks like sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was smooth. That was clever. I was, I yeah, yeah. 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 Shout out to Matrix RC. Says, Next topic Is it healthy to be dating and married to? An introvert that is sarcastic and pessimistic. Oh boy, that's shots fired. Yeah, shots fired on that one. Shade of it all. Yeah, that was some shade right there. Criticism is not healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you might gotta call in and give us the tea on that one. That one sound kind of interesting. Wait, that's introverted and pessimistic. That's a strange combination. (laughs) Of, of, a, of a character of a man right there introverted and pessimistic yeah. so he just sound like a the evil quiet evil <laughs> <laughs> yo shout out to Ar- Arlando what, what what drugs you selling man bro facts he just dropped the- <laughs> he just dropped- oh my yo, god see and the ladies think that it's not successful yo Arlando drop your I'm telling you this man and this man he doesn't even chat yeah, he just, he just dropped money. Well, he's he a, no, no, no. So this thing, first off, Orlando dropped his profession. He's a truck driver, so he literally may be on the road right now. Oh, so that may be a little dangerous for him. But. Hey, but well, look, risk your life to put your IG handling because I want to meet you real quick. So yeah, yeah. Your- Shout out to Orlando, man, keeping yeah. it one thousand in the Love chat. It. That's that's amazing. We need that. Orlando. Somebody put Orlando. I'm single AF. Hello. <laughs> single. Hey, it ain't about the money. Exactly. Stop see, your pickers off. They say Orlando. with that woman in there. See, watch this episode. <laughs> she, she appreciates a man that, that appreciates quality content. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, look at that. Look at says, that. Ayali says, Orlando's angel investor. Shout out <laughs> yeah. to Nicole and Yali, man. Was that all the questions that we had? Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all the ones we got right now. Woo-hoo. Man, listen, let's go ahead and drop it. I want to drop this yummy. I'm going to give y'all one more opportunity because y'all, just for our people tonight, we got a promo code. First of all, this thing is way more worth way more than three ninety seven a month. Y'all don't understand. We spend a lot personally on personal development. We cut it to the one ninety seven. And we cut Mm -hmm. that thing to one ninety seven a month for the Harley initiated family. You talk about a therapy budget of one ninety seven, and you talk that's life changing at one hundred and ninety seven dollars a month. Yeah, that's a grocery bill a month to feed your soul. All right. So make sure y'all go ahead and tap in with these amazing talents experts coaches that we have brought here on the platform and some people waiting they just wait until they finish the show and uh you know they're gonna go ahead and get down the program but we already got some people that's joined the program so that's what yeah. i'm rocking with that's the most important thing if we have some level like countdown we can like show like how many people is joining Ooh, because it's going right but it is yeah, we gotta figure that out we gotta figure that out i need my phone i can tell you it is <laughs> Well, listen, guys, listen, I, I first of all, I want to thank you, ladies, again, for coming thank on you. here for the thank second you. time and then consecutively putting the audience on game because y'all never disappoint. Thank all right. Guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Yay. another episode. Y'all. y'all know Monday and Wednesday night, every night at 8 p.m. It is happening. Make sure you join our membership, our family, so you can get involved in this amazing conversation. And this community that we are curating here literally every Monday and Wednesday night. And y'all better not leave this conversation without subscribing to this YouTube channel, y'all. All All right? I agree with that. And and, and guys, we're going to be talking about this Yummy membership really every episode. Because like I told you, we are going to be working with Dr. Nicole and Crystal for the long run. And making sure that the program, well, I mean, we already know what's going to deliver. 
Yeah. That that's one thing we don't got to worry about. But we're gonna be making sure that it's cases any other things that are needed. We making sure we communicate that to them because yeah. they are going to take care of all of the ladies in our community. And I think I think I know you're ready to go, but I think because it's just a lot of comments in here. I think some ladies were concerned about what ages. You know, we got some young mm-hmm. women who are like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't know if this will fit me. Mm-hmm. And then we got some women that are over fifty and even sixty yeah. that are like, hey, is this is this for me? And yeah. I even seen a couple of young ladies come in and say, hey, well. I'm a single mom considering getting back into dating. How can I be sure that it fits me? So just to clarify before we go, is this for women of all age ranges or what's the situation? Yeah. Yeah. It's multi-generational, mm-hmm. right? I like that. Um, but but we want you to be grown, right? Yeah. No disrespect because we're having grown girl conversation. So, you know, we want to make sure that you're at least in your mid twenties, right? So that it's not going to flood you with stuff that you're just not ready for yet. So we usually like to say, if you're around 24 and up, we yeah. good to go. And we have women in their fifties, even, even in their sixties that have come through the program and everybody says that it has been transformational in their life. And for us, it's so powerful to see the lights come on, the lights get turned up, and the power of being in community. We learn from one another. And it's so powerful when you have a safe space to share, you know, some of the challenges and and obstacles that you are facing. And you hear from another sister across the world, across the nation that's like, yes, sis, I've been there. This is what I did. This is what worked for me. You're not crazy. You, You know, it's okay. You can overcome this and then follow up with you. Yeah. Make sure you're okay. Right. It's powerful. Yeah, and I, I mean, what's also powerful is this chat. Like, just seeing everybody, we really like everybody's in here telling each other good graces. Yeah, I love telling that. everybody they love, love each that. other, yeah. telling Aww. everybody good night. It's really incredible what y'all doing in here, and um, I, I love what we. Everybody that's literally on here every Monday and Wednesday night, just trust me, we truly appreciate you. We got so much that we want for you guys, so much in store. This is one of the major things that we've put in place. But let me tell y'all, y'all better join this community, but stay tuned and stay tapped in with our community because trust me, we got so much more coming for you guys. But listen, thank you again, guys, both of you and the Hardly Initiated family for tuning into another episode of Hardly Initiated. We are out.